everybody and welcome to Anime Bebe, where we're born to make history. I'm your host, Sexy Pork Cutlet Bowl Mikey, and joined with me as always is... Ooh, a nice shivering frigid grin for all of you, Ryan here. And on this episode, we're looking at one of the biggest anime in recent memory. That's right, this episode is all about Yuri on Ice. But before we get into that, let's take a moment to talk a little about the director behind the series, Sayo Yamamoto. Sayo Yamamoto, graduate of the College of Art and Design in Tokyo, she began her work in the anime industry at the age of 25, working for Studio Madhouse. The first show she worked on was a series called X, where she did storyboards. Though originally, her debut in the anime industry was supposed to be with working with Satoshi Kon on his second feature film, Millennium Actress. Cohen saw a lot of potential in her and really wanted to have her on, but uh, studio politics and all that stuff caused her to leave the project. Oh, Yeah, very disappointing. During her time at Madhouse, she would eventually start to work on directing openings and endings as well as handing, handling episode directing. She would eventually go on to work at Studio Manglobe for a little show you may have heard of called Samurai Champloo, where she would do more storyboarding and episode directing. Ooh, great stuff. Very good stuff. I can probably imagine where she got some of her inspirations. During this time, Yamamoto would meet two folks who would become collaborators with her in the future, Dai Sato and Shinichiro Watanabe. The following year after Champloo, Yamamoto would be working with Dai Sato on Erika 7. In 2008, Sayo Yamamoto would make her series directorial debut with Michiko and Hachin. Ooh, great series. Very amazing series. Very underrated. Manglobe saw her work with Champloo and offered her a chance to direct a series of full creative control, and after a trip to Brazil, she found inspiration for the series. The audience she was aiming for with Michiko and Hachin was adult women, saying, quote, Our time slot is late at night, so office ladies would be returning home and worn out from the day. They would have a beer and watch it. Hmm, interesting. I can actually kind of understand that mindset. Yeah, very much so, especially with a series like this. Like, a lot, I can see a lot of women watching and seeing a character like Michiko and being like, Oh yeah, I want to be just like her. Right, I want to burn down the whole world and just <laughs> escape this life. Take care of a little orphan girl. Her next directorial work would come in 2012, where she was approached to direct the next Lupin the Third series. Her idea for the show was a prequel set before Lupin Part 1 with Fujiko Mine as the lead. Also, she wanted the series to be more sexually oriented in order to capture the sensuality of the original manga. Fun fact, uh, Toonami wanted to air the series a few years ago, but Adult Swim shot it down due to it being too risque to air. Risque? Whatever do you mean? <laughs> there's like a nipple in every opening. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's like plenty of scenes where Fujiko is just naked and stuff like that. Yeah, that series did not hold back whatsoever, so no. I can understand them not going with that. It's like, we don't want to spend the money airbrushing out all, all these nipples. No, no, let's not do that. Let's wait for part four. Yeah. 
Oh, another notable piece of Yamamoto's work I really want to briefly bring up is that she directed and storyboarded the opening for Persona 5, the video game. Seriously? Yes, she did. She did that. Oh, actually, <laughs> that's going to make a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah, just like <laughs> with what we're talking about today. Like, what an opening it is, and also I should note that there is plenty of figure skating moves in the opening itself. Like, you see a lot of the Phantom Thieves, like, skating across a highway, doing, like, triple axles and, like, uh, spread eagles and all that. Funnily enough, Persona 5 came out in Japan in September 2016, and Yuri and Ice began airing a month later. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> great, ta- great timing on her part. Yeah, she must have had, like, figure skating on the mind and said, Screw it, I'm Sayo Yamamoto, I can do whatever I want. I'll put figure skating in this opening, whether it's related to the story or not. <laughs> And this brings us to Yuri on Ice, airing in October of 2016 until December of that same year, produced by Studio Mappa. Yamamoto is, of course, the director, with Mitsuru Kubo as lead writer. A little background on Kubo here, as this was her anime debut, as prior to the series, she was a mangaka. Started in 1996 with a little series called Shawase 5 Han, and her last manga was again with two exclamation points at the end in 2014. Okay, so we've got some good talent going on here. And as we can see from the director, they're a big fan of figure skating. Yes. <laughs> so this idea was probably a match made for he- made in heaven for these two. Yeah, Sayamamoto said she really wanted to make an anime about figure skating for a while, but the reason it took her this long is because she had trouble finding a studio willing to animate that. And especially considering the differences that Yuri and Ice has with most sports anime, such as focusing on adult athletes and having a lot of non-Japanese characters, it was probably like pretty hard to find a studio. Well, when you compare Yuri on Ice to, like, can, can we safely say that Yuri on Ice is a sports anime? Yes, it is. So, comparing it to other series, y- what big differences are in it that, compared to other sports anime series, that makes it particularly notable? Well, I'll bring up one thing, is the animation, as Yuri on Ice used more key animators than any other anime series during the fall 2016 season. About 48 key animators per episode. Whew. And uh, for comparison, that's five more than another series called Flip Flappers, which uh, had five less. Oh, okay. Also uh, mentioned that in early episodes of the series, each character was handled by a different key animator, meaning the skating style of each of the characters differed from each other, so everyone was unique. Oh, that's fascinating! Dang, I've never, I've, I can't say, I can't safely say that's anything that, like, Kuroko no Basket <laughs> or even, like, Prince of Tennis ever had. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Also on the skating scenes, uh, the sound effects were uh, changed to match each of the venues, so depending on where the setting is in the show, they would have record the skating sound effects in a venue similar to that. Holy so, crap! So you can have like accurate sounds and stuff. <laughs> wow, they really went the extra mile for this. And uh, they also they say no stock sounds were used for each of the skating sequences. They wanted everything to sound unique and realistic. Got labor of love. Also, they didn't even use, like, uh, sound effects from, like, professional skaters. Like, they wouldn't go on, say, like, YouTube, look up uh, recordings of, like, skaters uh, skating because, like, they couldn't do it because there would be, like, different sounds, different music and all that. So they had to, like, record it separately. Mmm, okay. So, yeah, they had to, like, match, like, everything perfectly to, like, what sound was being made. Ooh, and on the sounds, they were recorded and performed by series choreographer and former championship figure skater Kenji Miyamoto little background on him, he competed in 10 ISU championships in pairs ice dancing. And as far as uh, Yuri on Ice here in the West goes, it was licensed for streaming and home video by Funimation and Crunchyroll, with uh, Funimation making Yuri on Ice part of their fall simuldub season. And speaking of Yuri on Ice in the West, holy shit did this show get unbelievably popular here. Holy crap, that doesn't, that doesn't like fully encapsulate just how big it got though. It was almost like an overnight success. 
Because regular anime fans embraced it. Figure skating fans embraced it. And then, like, they just kind of bridged together and created this, like, strong foundation to create an entire, like, fandom around. Absolutely. Like, as you said, professional figure skaters, like, got into watching the series and became huge fans themselves, uh, including but not limited to Johnny Weir, Adam Rippon, and Evgenia Medvedeva who you may know as the skater who did that awesome Sailor Moon program at the Tokyo World Trophy in 2017. I love her so much. Oh, she's amazing. Because she's just a freaking weeb. She's like, a figure huge skater. nerd. Like, I remember during the Olympics, where uh, during the figure skating programs, uh, NBC actually did a little spotlight on her, and they actually spotlighted her uh, anime fandom, even bringing in clips of, like, Sailor Moon and Yuri on Ice on TV. <laughs> so you get to see that on NBC. Good job. Represent... <laughs> also, another uh, another cool thing is that at one point, she even cosplayed as Yuri Kotsky in the series and posted it on her Twitter. Yeah, I saw that, actually. God, like, she, like she, she probably did more advertising for the series than anyone could, like, even imagine. Yeah, and you know who else uh, noticed her uh, tweets of her cosplay? Writer Mitsuru Kubo, like, uh, noticed that and even drew her a picture of, like, her with uh, Victor. Oh, that's great. Oh, and uh, another notable fan of this series outside of the skating world, and instead from the world of pro wrestling, is one of the top wrestlers in the world, former leader of the Bullet Club, current member of the Elite, the, the Elite, the best bout machine, the cleaner, the current IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, Kenny Omega. Yeah, he's a fan of this series. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know. I could kind of see it, actually. He's a pretty cool guy. He is, like, the guy who's arguably... No, no, no. Not arguably. Factually, the best goddamn wrestler on planet Earth is a fan of Yuri on Ice. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. That'll that'll really, like, boost up your ratings. Like, uh, I have a tweet from him that he uh, posted after the series ended and right after uh, his match with Kazuchika Okada for the world title at Wrestle Kingdom back in 2017, where he tweeted out... I sometimes, strangely, associate my matches with songs, and I can't help but visualize my match with Okada set to the Yuri on Ice OP. <laughs> oh, that's a great quote right there. Like, like he's born to make history, I Like, uh, even after, and, uh, after he sent that tweet, you can, like, look up on YouTube of people posting, like, uh, music videos of Kenny Omega matches and highlights set to uh, the song, Born to Make History. Oh my god, good on you people. It's Jesus. really good. There's even one really good one where it shows off his career from his beginnings in, like, the early indies and, like, backyard wrestling feds all the way up to making it to New Japan. God, this series reached everywhere. It did, it really did. And this is your first time viewing the show, am I correct? Yeah, for, for a long time, I just, like, I had heard about it, but, like, I never really had the initiative to, like, go and watch it or anything. I don't know, I think I was just, like, into, like, some other things back then, and, uh, honestly, I'm not the biggest, I, it takes an extra push for me to get into, like, sports anime, because I'm not a big sports guy to begin with. You can maybe say I've also been soured by watching, like, lesser, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lesser sports anime, like, Kirk on a Basket, and uh, notably, I got screwed over back during, like, the old Toonami days when they brought Prince of Tennis on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, my, my opinion of sports anime has never been, like, uh, the best. But uh, thankfully, I have seen in recent years that they have improved, like, you know, like, I, I mean, granted, I probably won't watch, like, something that's, like, very shonen-esque, like Haikyuu or anything like that. But, you know, like, I've, I've watched a bit of, like, ping pong. It looks, like, incredible with, like, its animation and Masaki Wasa working on it. 
And uh, Yuri on Ice was always one that I wanted to get to, but just, you know, never got around to. So I'm glad that finally, tail end of 2018. (laughs) (laughs) Two years later. (laughs) Two years later, I'm finally, I've finally gotten to it. And what was your uh, mindset going into it, you know, with like all the hype backing it? There's a lot of gay shit in it. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the first thing that like I always heard is that like, okay, yeah, there's a whole lot of like, uh, like gay, there's, there's such heavy gay subtext to it. And like, I immediately knew like, okay, yeah, I got to watch this someday. (laughs) (laughs) I just heard that there was a really good, sweet story to it about this relationship between a skater and his coach, and I just had to, like, I just knew one of these days, yeah, I was gonna have to check this out. This was, like, this was a story that I could not ignore, and I'm glad that, uh, finally two years later, I finally got to the story. Mm, very good. So, as far as the dub goes, it's directed by Sonny Strait, who also plays, uh, lead announcer in the show, Moroka, and scripts are written by Bonnie Clinkenbeard. So, with all that out of the way, done we now our gay apparel as we're talking Yuri on Ice. So, without further ado, let's start the show. My heartbeat, tired of feeling Never enough I close my eyes and tell myself That my dreams will come true There'll be no more darkness when you believe in Yourself, you are unstoppable Where your destiny lies Dancing on the blades you set my heart on fire Don't stop us now, the moment So on to the first episode, first skate, easy as Piroshki, the grand final of tears. The opening, I really want to talk about History Maker by Dean Fujioka. Fucking amazing song, man. Uh, yeah, it's one of the, it's probably one, it's got probably one of the, uh, best opening songs I've heard of, like, an anime in a long time. It is, and, like, especially with the visuals of, like, uh, Yuri, Victor, and Russian Yuri all skating together and like, that kind of hand-drawn style and all, like, the different colors, like, splashing onto the screen and everything. Well, I can kind of understand it, because, like, they, they were really, like, proud of the, f- the way they portrayed figure skating in the series, the way they rendered it on screen. So, yeah, to put, this, this opening really is the definition of putting your best foot forward for your series because they've got they're showing off the ice skating animations they've got great music set to it It, the visuals are just incredible like they really suck you in and want to like make you want to see it so this opening just 10 out of 10 and the song itself history maker just a whopper song oh my god like and like you could show this like an you can let like a non-anime watcher 
uh, listen to this and they would love it. Like, it's that great. Like, I would, if I can compare it to, like, a wrestling theme, it's, like, on par with, say, like, Bobby Roode's glorious theme. Like, yeah, there, it is kind of like that. Like, there was the, mo- like, when it hit, gets to the, the chorus, I kind of do a bit of, like, the glorious pose, kind of thinking, like, oh my god, this is just, like, if I were a wrestler, I would totally want to have this as my entrance music. Right. On, like, the indie circuit. <laughs> It's one of those, it's, it's, it's hypes you up so hard for this series. It really makes you feel like you're going to watch something like special. Like it's really like the lyrics go, like it's going to make history, you know? And like, it, it kicks off every single episode. Cause like, you know, with most anime, there's usually like a cold open, then it hits the opening and then it goes back to the show. But like with this, it's like, no, we're going to hit you with this first, get you pumped immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So great opening overall. Great. Kick off with the end of the Grand Prix Finals in Sochi, Russia. We're introduced to Yuri Kotsky of Japan, age 23, played here by Josh Greeley. And despite being a talented figure skater, as well as making it to his first Grand Prix Finals, he ended up coming in dead last. A combination of nerves, binge eating, and finding out that his dog died right before the competition all led him to losing. So, understandably so. Yeah, that'll kill someone's career in a swoop right there. Right. After the medal ceremony, where we see the winner of the finals is top skater and best in the world at everything he does, Viktor Nikivarov of Russia, played here by Jerry Jewell, we find Yuri having a bit of a cry in the bathroom stall. Uh, No time for tears, though, as Yuri comes face to face with Yuri! Q60's Spider-Man pointing meme. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, first three characters we get in the series, and god, are they all just great. Yuri Plasetsky, to be precise, age 15, a rising superstar of Russia, played here by Micah Solisad, confronts Yuri Kotsky to say that after that performance, he should consider retiring, as there's no room for two Yuris in this sport, so this town ain't big enough for the two of us. Loser! Yuri P straight up, straight up, like right off the bat, proving to be one of my favorite characters in the series. Oh god, he is by just by just try, by just immediately establishing himself as like the super broody edge lord of the skating world. He, he is definitely my boy in this show. I love him so much. <laughs> Because he just takes everything he does, like, way too seriously, and this intro just... This intro says everything you need to know about him. Oh, it gets him over perfectly. But for our other Yuri, we also know a lot about him, too, in that he's a bit of emotional, and the the, the competition of skating gets to him really bad. Yeah, he's filled with a lot of self-doubt. He has a bit of a confidence issue at this point in the series. I mean, it's also very relatable. Like, I can see someone looking at Yuri, Yuri Kotsky, and being like, he's just like me, I've, I've been there before. And yet Victor over here, on top of the world, loving all the attention, not phased by any of it. Nope, he is the champion of the world. Great intro for these three characters, love it. Oh, and for Yuri Plasetsky, uh, fun fact, in prep for this role, Micah Solisad was actually trained by a Russian dialect coach to get the accent down. Mmm, good idea. I've heard I've heard some voice actors like do that quite a bit when they're researching roles. Yeah, like I've heard like uh, some stories of voice actors like watching like uh, certain programs with people doing that uh, voice with that accent to really like get it down. But like for Micah here, he actually went in and got actual training. Hmm, so, very like, nice. Very good for him. Yeah, I know that. I know that if anybody out there can like can like ask Monica Rial in person, she's like she's actually actually had to do lots of accents through all their her roles and stuff. So really good person to plug for that. But no, he did a pretty good job during this time. So at this point, and after that humiliating loss, our boy Yuri does honestly think that he should consider hanging up the skates. Fast forward the following year, Yuri, now in the I've given up phase of his career, as he's sporting a gut, returns to his hometown of Hasetsu. As Yuri explains, in a nice little cutaway, he lost more and more competitions post-Grand Prix Finals since he couldn't shake the loss, and now he's returned home to rethink his career here. 
Though despite getting jobbed out, Yuri still has a fairly healthy fan base in his hometown, mainly because he's the hometown boy, and you know, hometowns always gotta support their boy. Yeah, exactly, but uh, yeah, and he's also being supported by his amazing friends and family, too. Mm. First of which is, let's get introduced to Minako Okukawa, played here by Colleen Clinkenbeard, local ballet instructor who, despite lacking in students, still continues to teach as she has taken on Yuri as a pupil. Ballet is certainly one of the things you really need to know when you get into figure skating, so it's a perfect match here. Mmm, right. They complement each other perfectly. Yuri, along with Mitako, arrive back to his parents' owned and operated Hot Springs Resort. Friggin' snazzy place here. I know, right? Like, I wanna see, I wanna see if, like, there's, like, a real-life inspiration with this place. I wanna go here. And there we meet Yuri's parents, Hiroko played here by Rachel Robinson, and Toshia played here by Charles Campbell. And we also meet his older sister Mari, played here by Leah Clark. They do the, his parents do like the total parent move where as soon as they see Yuri, they comment on about, about how much he's gained weight. <laughs> hey son, you gone up, you gone up three waist sizes? <laughs> hey tubby, want another pop tart tubby? <laughs> <laughs> it's family, you gotta rib each other for like it your is. weight gains. They're allowed to do that. I know, like my family always ribbed me for when I lost weight, so it goes both ways. So after taking a dip in the hot springs, boy, does that sound really nice right now. Oh, God, yes, during these Minnesota weathers. Yuri heads out to go check out his local skating rink. On his way, he passes by a drive-in Tory restaurant, and holy shit, Yuri's hometown is in Saga. The same setting as Zombieland Saga. <laughs> to think somewhere out there is like a gaggle of zombie girls, like, <laughs> trying to become the best idols ever. Yeah, well, if, uh, this if this takes place in 2016, then they would still be mindless zombies at this point, because they wouldn't wake up until 2018. Oh, If we're following right. the continuity of the shows. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there we go. There, there, there's there's something for y'all to, like, go right, right there. Like, a nice little, like, <laughs> like cross-fiction right there. Right. So, yeah, a little background here. Hasetsu is actually a fictional town, but it's based on the real-life town of Karatsu, which is in the Saga Prefecture. Same basic geography, including the uh, castle, which lords over the town. Oh, very cool. If, uh, if there's, like, any more Yuri on Ice, like, they do another anime series, I would love to have, like, a little, like, cameo from the girls of Zombieland Saga. Just, like, you can just have it, like, in the background of the TV. They play, like, the chicken commercial from the show. Just have that in the background, and that'll be, like, a little cameo. Oh, if only, if only it were allowed. And it, it could work, because uh, Studio Mappa produced Zombieland Saga, and they produced this, this series. Ooh, come on, they gotta get on that. Come on, give it to us. They gotta do that. Anyway, Yuri makes it to his local skating rink right before closing, where he reunites with Yoko Nishigori, played here by Alexis Tipton, best friend and rink mates since childhood. She was the one who got Yuri into skating by showing him videos of Viktor Nikiforov and always and is always a great source of encouragement and inspiration during his skating career. So Yuri hits the ice to show Yoko a little something he's been practicing on his own. We get a great scene here of Yuri reenacting uh, a rendition of one of Viktor's programs, and it's interspliced with uh, footage of Viktor doing that same program on TV. While uh, drunken Minako is watching that uh, program, <laughs> <laughs> so already setting up a nice little uh, connection between these two characters. Very nice. Yes, the program is set to the song "Aria Stami Vicino Non Te Ne Adare," which is the first song in the album "O Skate," which contains all the skate songs used in the series. An album I own a physical copy of. Oh my god, you're like holding it up right now. Like I can. Oh my god, did you? Are you really gonna like list off? Yes, please list off as many songs from that as you can. Oh uh, yes, I will. And also, uh, while I'm editing this, I'm gonna insert the songs in the background. So when we're talking about certain programs, I will have the song playing in the background. Ooh, some info on the uh, skating sequences in this show. Uh, the team behind the anime was willing to fully animate the skaters' programs without resorting to stills or CGI, even if it means uh, it resulted in off-model shots in later on episodes. 
and it's taken further on the DVD and Blu-ray releases as they improve the animation with some crowd reaction shots replaced with more skating footage. And I would say, like, all that work paid off because the skate sequences in the show are really good looking. Right, right. Yeah, I, I noticed that quite well, too. I mean, yeah, there's a few, like, there's a few sketchy shots here or there, you mm-hmm. know, or, like, there might be, like, one scene, might, like, there might be, like, a couple scenes where I thought, like, maybe the characters moved a little too much like puppets, you know? Mm-hmm. But overall, they did a fantastic job for all the skate sequences. And the amount of effort they went to without having, like, no CGI, no still shots, like, we want to show actual skating with, like, just hand-drawn animation. Yeah, by the end of the series, there there were a lot of well-paid animators out there in the world. Especially more so when they, like, would go back and redo it for, like, Blu-rays and DVDs. Whew, boy. So Yuri finishes his program, and Yoko rightfully marks out, and Yuri seems to be getting his groove back. But first, it's time to meet Yoko's kids. Yeah, she has three daughters. All of them are practically Yuri's biggest fans. We have Axel, played here by Laura Woodhull, Lutz, played by Christy Rothrock, and Luke, played by Krista McGuire. So yeah, they're basically named after uh, skating maneuvers. (laughs) So you can tell, this family really loves their figure skating. But they're gonna doom their kids later in life. I gotta explain, like, to every employer in the future, like, yeah, my parents really liked figure skating. That's why I have have this bullshit name. Yeah, maybe they're proud of it. I like to think they're proud of them. Yeah, well, you gotta have some kind of pride in it. Like, I mean, I feel bad for the kids out there that are gonna have to have pride in having the names Sora and Riku. (laughs) Then we meet Yoko's hubby, Takeshi Nishigori, played here by Chris George, who used to be a bit of a bully to Yuri when they were little kids, but has since became one of his good friends. So yeah, a bit of a bait-and-switch here, as in any other anime, you would see a character like Yoko and immediately think, oh, she's the love interest, like, there she is right there. Because, like, she checks all the boxes. Childhood friends, biggest supporter, her and Yuri kind of blushing at each other when they get reunited. Instead, she's happily married, has a family, and Yuri doesn't really come off as romantically interested in her. It's like a nice change of pace here. That way we can make room for everything else that's coming. Oh yeah, considering the direction of the show, it's like, yeah, they fully well know know this and they set this up perfectly. Anyway, the Nishigori family all support Yuri 100% with the kids giving him some nice words of encouragement. You can do it, Yuri. Work hard. Lose weight. (laughs) (laughs) Good advice. Yeah, very good. And lose weight he does after seeing a little spotlight of Russian Yuri on TV. Our Yuri begins training and vows to skate on the same ice as Victor one day. Though a bit of a problemo as Yuri finds out from Takeshi that the daughter secretly recorded Yuri skating that night and posted it online, catching the attention of the entire skating world, including Victor. You know, I actually kind of praise this series somewhat for actually having a, a plot point where, like, somebody gets recorded doing something really cool on, on, like, a video, it getting posted to, like, YouTube and, like, various, like, online platforms, <laughs> and it actually leads to, like, some, like, fame in, like, the next phase of, like, their story and stuff. Because in most other works I see, that's, like, one of the hokiest things you could possibly do. I'm just saying, Jem, the movie, tried it. <laughs> And that failed, like, horribly. (laughs) Right, right. So I commend Yuri on Ice for actually managing to do that and not seem like they're, like, pandering to, like, like video-making crowds and stuff. Good job. Good job. I also like the scene when, like, Yoko finds out and she's just, like, giving out to her daughter, just like, I told you not to touch my computer and use my account! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mom, but this is what happens when, like, you teach us how to use your credit card info once. (laughs) This is what happens when you don't log off after you're done. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna figure this stuff out. So the next day, Yuri finds out through his dad that they have a new guest staying at the resort. Said to be a good-looking young fellow with an accent. Could it be? Upon hearing this, being told this guest is in the hot springs, Yuri races to see if it is who we think he is, and discovers that it is indeed Viktor Nikivarov chilling in the hot springs wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. (laughs) 
<laughs> stupid sexy victor stupid sexy victor indeed this is like stu- this this steadily becomes stupid sexy victor the series it is just <laughs> god damn is this man gorgeous uh well well god damn is like everybody in this series gorgeous as we're gonna about as we're going to see like every skater in the series is just like like good looking oh that's like a uh very much a sayo yamamoto thing because if you look at her uh previous shows uh she is like very much known as accentuating like uh the figure of both men and women because like uh you look at a show like michiko and hachi and you see like how very attractive michiko is and how voluptuous she is and also you look at the uh, episode of space dandy she did a uh, rock and roll dandy where you see a very buff uh, dandy and uh his buddy johnny all in a rock band flashing their abs and stuff like that oh i see so this it's it's all making sense with this director she knows how to pretty much do fan service and do it really well no wonder there are so many ass shots in this series (laughs) (laughs) to which i say tom Mutchley. (laughs) so yes yuri sees his idol in the buff and victor tells him that the reason he's here is so he can coach yuri for the upcoming skating season so yeah, nice uh, nice way to start the day here for Yuri. It's not even noon, and all of a sudden he sees his idol naked in the hot springs, and he says, Coach, now? Nice to know that one of our main characters for the series, too, also doesn't know anything about personal boundaries. <laughs> 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 he, just, he just stands right up, and he's just like, <laughs> don't care that I'm flashing my dick here or anything, <laughs> like... It's like whatever. We're all skaters here. Like who hasn't yeah. like who hasn't like <laughs> had that experience before? Right. <laughs> Though for the audience, it's kind of uh, they do kind of the Austin Power censoring where there's like a little fountain covering his crotch. Right. Right. Because <laughs> of course, gotta have gotta have some boundaries here, I guess, if you're like broadcasting like your skating series to everybody out there. Right. Gotta be uh, can't be too hot for TV. <laughs> God, Victor really does come into, like, his own during, like, these scenes right here, though, because, like, God, my God, is this guy fun. He is. So that brings us to episode two, Second Skate, to Yuri's Drama at Utopia. So we start with a small flashback to before where uh, Victor arrives, where he bids farewell to his coach, Yakov Feltzman, played here by Damon Mills, who kind of looks like a cross between Zenigata from Lupin the Third and Boris from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, God, he just looks primed and ready to go, like, solve some crimes. He does. Oh, uh, fun fact here, uh, Yakov, the character, is, is meant to be, uh, 70 in the show, and do you know, uh, his actor, Damon Mills, you want to take a guess at what his age is? Ooh, 42. His age is 23 at the time of recording. <laughs> okay, th- there's a guy with, uh, some prospects. Th- that is some range right there, very impressive. Back to present day, as Minako arrives after hearing the big news, Yuri is still in shock by the situation and Minako gets over how huge this is. This incredible skater who's seen as a god among men in the skating world is taking time away from the ice to be Yuri's coach because he saw a little something in him when he saw that viral video. But uh, no pressure though. So Russian Yuri finds out about this and he's none too pleased about it. Back at the resort, Victor has now completely moved in as he begins his new life as Yuri's coach. First things first though, as Yuri's still got a long way to go before he's back in shape and Victor wants to take the opportunity to really get to know Yuri. Though it's a bit tough though as Yuri basically turns into a nervous mess when he's around Victor. I mean, understandably so, just just look at him. Well, it's like when you're around your idol too, you you, ne- you never think of them too. It's hard to think of them immediately as like a person because yeah, yeah. like you see them first as like a hero, so it's understandable. Yeah, it'll take a while to get on like the same level as him. And also any sane person would be weak at the knees in be- being in Victor's presence. Despite being such a wreck, Yuri is on cloud nine, so let the training begin. A week later, Yuri Plasetsky arrives in town in an attempt to bring Victor back. Great bit here where uh, Plasetsky is looking for Victor and he comes across a sweatshirt with a picture of a tiger in a bow tie and he gets so distracted and he buys it. 
But like, it fits my tiger motif. I got to have it. I want that t-shirt. I'm a Russian kitty cat. <laughs> By the way, this outfit he's wearing right here with, like, uh, you know, the leopard print jacket and the tiger sweatshirt. Uh, I cosplayed this at Anime Detour back in 2017. Oh, you did. And you looked very nice in it. Yeah, if you want to find uh, any images of that, just look up our uh, Toonami Year in Review uh, video from our panel there. I was wearing that because I was too lazy to change. <laughs> <laughs> Time to see some of Russian Yuri and Victor's past. Both of them are connected by the fact that they had Yakov as their coach, and he regularly gives out to them. Whenever they disobey him, he would just always just like yell at them, say, You're doing that wrong! You don't, you're not listening to me! I'm surprised Victor turned out so well after all this time. Yeah. Under his tutelage. Also, we find out that Victor made a promise to Russian Yuri that when he wins the Junior National Championships, then he will choreograph a program just for him. So Yuri's back to uh, make good on uh, Victor's promise. So Russian Yuri finds out where Victor is, and he meets up with our Yuri again, and he greets him by giving him a stiff machka kick. Happy Rus of Dead Piggy. God, way to, way to introduce yourself there. So there's two Yuris, yet only one Victor, and the both of them want his coaching services for the upcoming season. How are we going to work this one out? Skate off. Victor will choreograph a program for both Yuri's set to the same music with different arrangements, and whoever wins out in the end will have Victor as their coach. Oh yeah, it's on! It is fucking on. And Axel, Loop, and Lutz get in on the action as, since they're going to be using their family's rink, why not promote the hell out of this and make it a big event out of it? Yeah, why not make some money out of it? It's thus, the Hot Springs on Ice event will take place in one week. In the meantime, Russian Yuri has got to stay at the resort for the time being, and a great back and forth between uh, the two Yuri's here. No way I'm letting you have Victor all to yourself all the time, fatso. So I'm staying here, okay? If I say no, is there any chance you'll actually leave? <laughs> <laughs> I just like to think Victor just watching these two argue going like, Boy, stop. You can both marry me. <laughs> Wee-hoo, There's enough for all of me here. <laughs> During this time, since we have two Yuris thus making things a tad confusing, in order to differentiate between the two, Mari decides to call the Russian Yuri, Yurio, in reference to an idol she likes that looks uh, similar to him. And for the rest of this podcast, we're going to be doing the same in order to differentiate between the two Yuris. So Russian Yuri is Yurio, and Japanese Yuri is just Yuri. Time for the first day of practice. Victor tells the two that the song they will be skating to is called On Love, which has two arrangements. Agape, which is the theme of unconditional love and is a more slower ballad-like song. And the other is Eros, which is sexual love, faster and more up-tempo. Just guess which ones these guys get. Uh, He assigns Yuri Eros and Yurio Agape. He then goes on to bluntly tell them that in reality they're, they are more mediocre than they think they are and they need a lot more work and they need to be more self-aware of that. Just uh, one of the things I like about Victor is that he just re- regularly speaks his mind, he doesn't really filter himself. I know, and he's just so cheery about it too. He like, is, he's just this so guy, happy. This guy, this guy could tell you to go fuck yourself and like you would actually like feel like, yeah, thank you, Victor. <laughs> he just does it in such an upbeat way. The two Yuris vow to do their damnedest despite not skating to the song they'd be most comfortable with, and Yuri adds that he wants to keep winning and eat pork cutlet bowls with Victor, because that's his reward for his victories. Which brings us to third skate. I am Eros, and Eros is me. Face off. Hot springs on ice. Victor gives uh, the boys a run-through for their respective programs, while also informing them as well as the audience the meanings of Agape and Eros. Agape, unconditional love, like God's love, or appearance. Infinite, self-sacrificing, uncalculated. Eros, sexual love. Pleasure layered upon pleasure until you're drowning in ecstasy. Amazing moment here as when Victor starts going through Yuri's program, he gives uh, Yoko a nosebleed and then she just goes down for the count as Yurio tries to help her. Oh my god, so many women gonna be dying of blood loss in the series. <laughs> and then he's like, while he's going through the Eros routine, Yuri gives a line where he says, There's so much Eros in this routine, I think it might impregnate me. 
<laughs> refer he refers to him as sex on ice he and I, 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 I it's sad to say that i could not go this entire podcast without bringing up the film blades of fury <laughs> <laughs> of course a shitty john heater and like like uh will ferrell film about like skating <laughs> if you want to if you want to watch the opposite of like yuri on ice watch that film it's it's terrible yeah you're not the only one because i remember when this was airing a lot of people made that comparison <laughs> <laughs> oh god somebody somebody out there draw like these two characters yuri and uh, victor in those in john heater and will ferrell's costumes you might actually fire and ice make that happen you might actually find a fan art of that somewhere <laughs> <laughs> they're just doing like their scissor routine <laughs> afterwards we get one of many and i mean many tender moments between Yuri and Victor as Victor gets close to Yuri, holding his chin in his hand and saying how much he wants to build Yuri's confidence and bring out the arrows within him. <laughs> no personal bounds between these two. <laughs> Absolutely not. So, Yuri needs to find his arrows, but what is arrows to him? Well, thinking about that and the song itself, Yuri comes up with a little story he thinks of when he's hearing the song, so a bit of interpretation here. Story is, Playboy comes into town, and the ladies just all want a piece of him. He pursues the most beautiful one of them all, but she turns him away. He continues his pursuit until she gives in, but then the Playboy leaves her getting what he wants, and moves on to the next town. So, real Don Juan of sorts here. Yeah, real, uh, real prick. <laughs> as many as many modern people would call him. Right, and this is the complete opposite of Yuri. <laughs> Yurio's not faring too well either, as while he's got the moves down, Victor's just not really feeling the agape. Later on, uh, Yuri has an epiphany. What brings out the arrows within him, what he truly loves is... Pork cutlet bowls. <laughs> hey, whatever works for you, man. Hot, sexy pork cutlet bowls. Delicious, delicious pork and rice and egg. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yuri, you need to stop uh, thinking of programs when you're hungry. Christ, all those shirts I've seen girls in public wear of, like, saying, like, I'm a hot, sexy pork cutlet <laughs> Finally, they make sense after I've seen this. Would you ever want to try one of those? Because they sound really delicious. I could have sworn I've tried a pork cutlet bowl once before. Really? Well, I th actually, no, 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 I think I've tried, like, something close to that. I've tried, like, Dunbury bowls that have had, like, you know, like, the hot egg on top, but mm -hmm. I don't think I've tried, I've officially tried one yet. Yeah, I really want to try one, too, and uh, I remember uh, when this series was still airing, Crunchyroll, in their uh, news section, posted the actual uh, recipe for, like, a year and ice pork cutlet bowl. I have it saved on my computer, I'm just like, uh, one day, one day I will try it and make it. <laughs> <laughs> and we get a great line after Yuri comes up with his uh, revelation of pork cutlet bowls being his inspiration, where he says, Pork cutlet bowls? Did I really say that? I'm gonna crawl under a rock and die! <laughs> <laughs> And I'm pretty sure uh, Josh Greeley has gone on record saying that was his favorite line to record in the series. How can you not love that line? Like, this whole thing, like, I just love this whole conversation about pork cutlet bowls. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is like the defining dish of this entire series. It really is. Like, yeah, they need to have, like, a sponsor with, like, a company that makes them. Just give out, like, free pork cutlet bowls at, like, an ice skating event or something. They gotta do something like that. Yeah, they really should. After some more training, Yuri and Yuriko get a little one-on-one -on -one practice time during which Yuri asks for some help as he's having trouble pulling up quad sal cows. In these early episodes, those bits are uh, pretty much an Achilles heel for Yuri as he just can't really get them right. Later on, it would seem that Yuriko has found his agape. He comes to the realization that what he feels unconditional love for is simply his grandfather. 
and we get a little uh, flashback to a little baby Yurio and his grandpa just spending time together. It, it's very sweet. Oh, just triggering, like, the cute centers in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Though Yuri's still missing something when it comes to Eros, so he goes to Minako late at night for some assistance, and come the following day, the hot springs on ice has arrived. Yurio's up first as Yoko has a fangirl markout moment seeing him wearing one of uh, Victor's old outfits from his past. And then, like, uh, she gets another nosebleed and then Yurio just makes a comment. They're gushing all kinds of fluids. <laughs> <laughs> no, but their costumes are looking great, though. They really look great. Look freaking fantastic and gorgeous and great, graceful. Oh, it's... They, they, really, they really did their research for the series. Yeah, because, like, I watched a lot of uh, figure skating this uh, past year during the uh, Winter Olympics, and uh, one of the things I really loved, not only just the actual performances and athleticism, but also, like, God, everyone looks awesome in doing this. Right, and, like, many other costumes, like, tie into their themes as well and help complement them as as well. It re it's re really nice, really good uh, representation of the form. Some uh, trivia about this episode. Uh, in the uh, Japanese Blu-rays, in the commentary for this episode, it's revealed that uh, Yurio's mother was supposed to make an appearance this episode when she travels from Russia to Japan to watch Yurio skate on the hot springs on ice, but uh, it was cut for uh, time constraints. Oh, I see. They even had a backstory plan for her. Namely, she was a former Russian idol who quit show business early to give birth to Yuri Yurio at a young age. Oh god, I guess we can't give this kid too much, or else he'll actually, like, love the world. <laughs> he'll feel love for the first time in his life, and it'll ruin his character. It would. <laughs> so, Yurio hits the ice and begins his program. He has the entire crowd mesmerized as he comes off as a completely different person than before. He nails the first of his quads and lands the final quad as well as the program begins to ramp up, but he's losing his agape a bit as he's just too focused on the program. Like, he's just losing his inspiration while he's just like, I need to hit these moves right, I need to hit this right, and then he just starts to look very stiff and kind of robotic out there. He's like, think of Grandpa, think of Grandpa. Oh, I hate that Yuri and Victor! <laughs> Like, come on, come on, I need my grandpa. No, wait, I gotta, I gotta make this quad, I gotta make this quad. No, no, what was I thinking about before? Oh, oh god, I'm losing it. Oh, damn, Victor, Van damn, damn, Yuri. <laughs> he finishes the programming, and the crowd give him a standing ovation. Victor even says that was the best performance he's seen from him thus far, but uh, Yurio's not accepting it, as he knows he can do better. So Yuri's up next, and he's really feeling the pressure now after that performance. Victor gets him ready, and Yuri promises to skate with all he's got. He then hugs Victor and says, I'll be the tastiest pork cutlet bowl ever. You'll watch, won't you? Of course I will. I love pork cutlet bowls. <laughs> so Yuri's program begins and starts off with giving a very sexy glance to Victor. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the amount of passes they make at each other throughout the series, like... <laughs> it's friggin' adorable. <laughs> and yet, it, it also made for a little bit of annoyance for me to, like, for, like, the story, and that, like, it always seems to, like, trying to be coming back to the fact that, like, no, no, they're professional, it's coach and student, like, it's, this series is such a tease with its writing. It is, but just, like, that's one of the good things about it, just, like, you really want to see these two just, like, go full force and just, like, flirt with each other th throughout the end of time. Ah, oh, right, yeah, it's like one of those couples, they're like one of those couples that you just really want to see, like, bounce off each other. You're just screaming for them to get together. The arrows has begun to click with Yuri. What's changed? During his late night practice session with Minako, he wanted her to teach him to move and act more like a woman. He's not cut out to be the playboy in this scenario, so instead, he's going to play the role of the woman the playboy is chasing after. Don't change the moves, but change the way he does move. The first half of the routine is mostly a step sequence, which he does well, so he can save the jumps for the second half. Slight mess up on the quad salico, but uh, that doesn't slow him down. Hits his next jumps to finish the program, and the crowd pop huge for this new side of Yuri they've never seen before. 
Victor's pleased, but he still has time to give out to him. I think Yakov's coaching might be rubbing off on you, Victor. Because <laughs> you see that as soon as, like, Yuri walks, skates up to him, he just starts, like, talking really fast, saying, like, oh, you messed up this part right there. I don't like what you did right there. You should really go in this part better. <laughs> and then just Yuri just collapses after that. Just like, yeah, thanks. thanks gotta, be, gotta be kind of tough on him, because he is just starting back up again. Yeah, but hey, that's, a, that's what a good coach does. Just kind of, like, give you a little constructive criticism. Yurio leaves and concedes, but he says it's not over yet, and he will take gold at the Grand Prix Finals. And Yuri also vows victory too, as his new life with Victor can truly begin. On to the next episode, Fourth Skate, like yourself, and complete the free program. Uh, before we continue, let's take a moment to learn about how scoring works in figure skating. Pretty much, technical scores plus presentation equals the total score. So if you lose technical points, you can make up through it for uh, presentation. And uh, technical points is usually where Yuri seems to have the most trouble, as he tends to mess up his jumps when there's a little something on his mind. Very nice to do, because when it comes to sports anime, like, I never understand the technicals of, like, certain sports and stuff, so very nice to explain that right here now. And you also like how the animation looks when they do, like, these little cutaways where everyone is kind of a bit of a chibi cardboard cutout, and then you get, like, a cut to, like, a, say, a chalkboard where they're, like, writing down the information there while showing little uh, doodles of the character scanning. Oh, nice little aside to, like, help catch people up, yeah. so, it's, yeah. It's also very, very cute animation. Yeah, perfectly allowed. Yuri and Victor have a nice moment in the hot springs, albeit with an audience. Just like, come on, do you mind? I'm trying to have a heart-to-heart -heart moment with my coach naked in the hot springs. And you just see, like, a, a group of people behind the door just, like, going, whoa, whoa, what are they doing? <laughs> Is that allowed in this hot spring? I think there was, like, even, like, uh, some dad with his kid just, like, trying to cover his eyes. <laughs> just like, come on, a little privacy here. <laughs> the nerve of some people. Victor suggests that since he's planned out Yuri's short program, then Yuri should plan out his own free program. So Yuri calls up his former coach, Celestino, played here by Ian Sinclair, as Victor wants to know why Yuri has never picked any music for himself for his programs. He did once, but he didn't really have the confidence to skate to it. Meanwhile, back in Russia, Yurio finds out through Yoko that Yuri will be putting together his own free program. I want to point out here, it's kind of nice to see that Yurio and Yoko here are kind of like uh, texting buddies to a certain degree. Like she always <laughs> like texts him up to look for like any information on Yuri. Well it's, well, it's nice to see that he's got some kind of like outside relationship here. He's got some acquaintances. And also, I love how, uh, as he's checking his texts, he's just casually stretching out his legs. <laughs> like, you see, just like movie does, where he has, like, his uh, back leg all pointed up into the air. Oh, dear God. That's, that, that just makes me... Oh, that makes my leg just strain looking at it. That is some flexibility right there. Ooh, during this, we get to meet one of Yurio's rink mates, Mila, played here by Monica Rial. She's also another one of Yakov's students and said to be one of the top female skaters in the world. I wish we get to see her skate. Oh, right. Yeah. But, like, uh, maybe maybe someday. Maybe someday. Also, their relationship is pretty fun, as she just loves to tease and mess with Yurio. And then, like, uh, Yurio gives a line here where he says, You're throwing yourself at me because you dumped that hockey player. I'm not interested! Yeah, you told that Alexander Ovechkin to hit the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, Mila just effortlessly picks up Yurio into, like, a press slams position. Just gonna bring him down and break his spine. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of Bane right there. <laughs> Anyway, for the upcoming season, if Yurio's gonna make it to the top, then he can't do it with Yakov's coaching by himself, so enter Lilia Baranovskaya, played here by Caitlin Glass, a stern former prima ballerina who takes shit from no one, and is also Yakov's ex-wife. She's brought in to train Yurio in ballet in order to improve his skating. Neat that both Yuris have uh, instructors, ballet instructors, in addition to the regular coaches. Hmm, very nice, very nice. And uh, I love this line, as soon as uh, Yurio meets uh, Lilia, he goes, who is this Vietma? 
uh, Vietma, which means which is Russian for witch, hag, hellcat, that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, natural first response, I guess. She does seem like a pretty hard teacher initially. Yeah. Also, big bang of Susan Sarandon's character from The Simpsons, where Bart takes ballet. <laughs> like, tell me, I'm not the only one who was thinking that when I would see uh, Lilia here. Mm, I don't know. Like, I'm getting more a feel of like uh, just about every other like ballet instructor I've seen out there in fiction. But like for me, I can just like totally see her like saying something like, uh, "Today we learn the dance of the fairy queens. You can be a fairy or a queen. It's wide open." And then usually would like uh, see Yurio, and I can see her going like, uh, "What do we have here? A man who thinks he can be the next Parishnikov? You're gonna need more than belly fire to be the next Parishnikov." <laughs> I just imagine her being from like a black and white film about like, or like some black and white film horror story <laughs> about a woman just pushing her students way too far and killing them. It can be like from that uh, one ballet studio from uh, Avengers Age of Ultron that uh, Black Widow was a part of. Oh god, yeah, training super spies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Though preferably without the female castration. <laughs> right. Back with Yuri, he's still thinking about what song he should use for his free program. At night, he FaceTimes his friend and rinkmate from when he was in Detroit, Pichi Chulano of Thailand, played here by Joel McDonald. He tells Yuri that he can get in contact with the woman who composed a song for Yuri in the past to see if she can do it again. This is the first of many appearances in the show, and you will come to know that Pichi is a very good boy. He very much is. Oh yeah, he's a boy. Yuri spends the next few days uh, avoiding Victor outside of practice as he's still questioning his own confidence on playing his free skate program. Victor takes note of this and takes Yuri to have some alone time at the beach. And uh, I'll just splice it in here when I edit it, uh, this very nice heart-to-heart moment with uh, Victor and Yuri at the beach. It's It's a really sweet little scene, don't you think? Yeah, it is. Ah, seagulls, black-tailed calls. I love the sound they make. Whenever I hear their calls in the morning, it makes me think I'm back in St. Petersburg. I never thought I would leave the city, so I didn't take the time to appreciate the seagulls' cries. But now I find them strangely comforting. Have you ever felt like that before? Back in Detroit, there was this girl who was really pushy, always talking to me and asking how I was doing. Then one day, a rink mate had an accident. I was worried, really worried. That girl was in the hospital waiting room with me. She tried to give me a hug, you know, to comfort me. I just reflexively shoved her away. Wow, why would you do that? It felt like she was trying to say I was weak or something. She was intruding on feelings she didn't have any right to. And I hated it. That made me think about everyone back home. Minako, Yuko, Nishigori, my family. They never treated me like I was a weakling, someone who needed his hand held. They had faith that I would continue to grow, and they let me do it. Helping me without ever making me feel weak. You aren't a weak person, Yuri. Nobody who knows you would ever think that. Will you tell me, what is it you want me to be to you? A father figure? No. A brother, or just a friend? So then you're a lover. I'll try my best. No, 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 no! All I want is for you to be who you are. I look up to you. I always have. I was afraid to let you see my shortcomings. I guess that's why I've been avoiding you. I'll make it up to you by skating my best. You have a deal, and I won't let you off easy. That's my way of showing my love. When I open up, he meets me halfway. 
So later on, Yuri gets word that the woman who composed music for him will redo the previous song she did. Until it's ready, Yuri has Victor teach him all the jumps he knows to get himself ready for when he's ready to finalize his free program. Nice little moment during their practice as when Victor bends over to uh, clean off his skates, Yuri kind of uh, boops him on the, on the top of his head. <laughs> it's really cute, but uh, Victor uh, takes this as Yuri thinking that Yuri thinks that uh, Victor's hair is thinning, so he thinks takes that as a bit of an as an insult. <laughs> Later that night, Yuri gets the completed song for his free program, and they're now ready to finalize the program. But first, it's time to find out where Yuri's going to be assigned for the Grand Prix series. Axel, Loop, and Lutz explain how this works to the Kotsky family since they don't really know much about figure skating, and by extension, the audience. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, thank you. We're, we're all idiots about this. <laughs> me, me in particular. So I'll splice that one in too. What is the Figure Skating Grand Prix Series? Skaters with high scores from the previous season participate in a maximum of two competitions out of a total of six worldwide. Only the top six skaters from those meets advance to the Grand Prix Final, which determines who is number one. They announced who will be competing in this year, Yuri's first assignment is the third event, the Cup of China. Yuri's former rankmate, Pachin of Thailand, will be competing too. <sighs> It'll be good to see him. And it looks like his second assignment is going to be the sixth event, Russia's Rostelikov Cup, where he'll be up against his arch nemesis, Yuri Blasetsky. So I'll be going against him even before the final. <laughs> I trust you'll look after the house during the season for us, Makachin. That's right. This will be my first time in a Grand Prix series without Victor in the lineup. I wonder how people are going to react when they see you. Showing up with Victor as your coach, they'll probably think you stole him from the sport. You'll be hated by millions of skating <laughs> fans worldwide. <sighs> Just kidding. We're totally on your side, Yuri. Hell yeah, we are. I'll be there to cheer you on this season, too. First stop, Cup of China. Here we come. Wait a second. <laughs> Nationals last year. Yeah, I forgot about that. And I love the crayon drawing presentation of their uh, of their explanation. Also a nice way of uh, getting out your exposition without it feeling too forced. Mm, true, yeah, because, yeah, could really use that right now for me. <laughs> <laughs> but before Yuri can think about the Grand Prix series, he's got to go through local qualifying competitions since he lost at Nationals. It looks like Yuri's free program is all set to go, but one more thing. The song's got to have a name. So Yuri aptly christens the song Yuri on Ice. You're gonna, put, you're gonna put girl love on ice? <laughs> How is that not, like, everybody's first reaction in Japan? That was actually my first impression when I first heard of the series. Everyone's saying, like, oh, you're on ice, you're on ice. And I'm just thinking, like, so it's lesbians on ice? And they're like, nah, close, close. It's a same-sex couple, but uh, other gender. <laughs> just imagine the Japanese announcer saying that he is going to be play he is going to be like playing Yuri on Ice. <laughs> all, like everybody's just like, ooh, this is gonna be a saucy performance. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for him to skate to the music of Bloom Into You. <laughs> Bloom Into You. <laughs> it's a great show. So on to 5th skate, Face Beat Red, it's the first competition, the Chugoku, Shikoku, and Kyushu Championship. The day of the competition arrives and Yuri's set to compete against three other skaters. One of these skaters is Kinjiro Minami, played here by Trina Nishimura, a young skater who greatly idolizes Yuri. Total Yuri fanboy. Uh, Yuri as in the person, not, not the other kind of Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> fanboy as in stalker. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get serious as Yuri's up first and Victor, as well as Minako, who's in attendance, notice that he's getting quite nervous. Victor's way of calming him down, he gives Yuri a nice big hug from the back. Many photographers see this and immediately start snapping a ton of pictures. Oh boy, here we, here we go. This is going to be in every tabloid. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be on the front page of section six. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then a great line from uh, Victor here before Yuri hits the ice. Seduce me with everything you have. If your performance can enthrall me, then you can bring the entire crowd to their knees. So Yuri's short program begins, and once again, he's skating to On Love Eros. This will be a short program for the rest of the series, and one thing I like about this, and it's not just for Yuri, but for the other skaters as well in the show, uh, while the program itself uh, stays the same, each performance differs slightly from the one before, so it's a great way of showing progression from a skater as uh, the, from one performance to another. Yeah, I was trying to keep a lookout for that and like the animations they were doing that. It was really nice how they like kind of progressed that. Yeah, so I like, compared this performance of Eris to like a very later one, and you'll see a definite improvement for Yuri here. Awesome. I'm pretty sure someone has made this already, but like I would love to see like a comparison video of like all the different performances of like the same program and then just like all picture in picture together to see like if you can notice slight differences between all of them. Yeah, because it's like very subtle, so like you would really need like little like sort of like marker board like <laughs> arrows pointing like every detail out and uh, you can make a really fascinating video on that. And great thing, and like also credit to the animators again for being able to do this, like animate these sequences multiple times, only making them slightly different each time. Right, right. Oh my god. To like every animator out there who worked on this, I, I hope you weren't depressed by all the work you had to put in for this. <laughs> I hope this was very fun for you. I, I hope it was worth putting on your resume. Yuri completes his program and he gets a good reception from the crowd, though Victor is a tad more critical as he saw that the second half wasn't as good as the first, though he does give Yuri a very nice uh, little, little bit of a golf clap, little... Yes, yes, very good, very good. Yeah, yeah, you're deserving of that, at least. <laughs> Still, Yuri does achieve a new personal best with a score of 94.36. Uh, you know who's really loving this performance? Minami, who's marking out like crazy, talking about how awesome he thinks Yuri is. His poor coach has to, like, calm him down and get him focused on his program. <laughs> gonna get, like, a squirt bottle out and just <laughs> squirt him away. <laughs> down, boy, down. <laughs> so then uh, Minami uh, finishes his uh, short program, and he asks Yuri if he saw it, but Yuri was too busy being interviewed to see. So then Minami takes this moment to throw down the gauntlet to Yuri as even though he's Yuri's biggest fan, he says he's going to beat him again like he did the previous Nationals. That's when uh, it hits Yuri as he remembers him. He forgot before because it was during his slump, so he kind of pushed all that into the back of his mind. How do you forget somebody like Minami? He's like one of the most like memorable people out there. God, Yuri must have been really depressed during this time. Right, to ignore someone like that. It's the next day, which means it's time for the free program. Minami's up first, and before he starts, Yuri gives him some words of encouragement. So, yeah, very good sport for Yuri here. Time for Minami's free program, which is set to the song entitled Minami's Boogie. Real upbeat, jazzy number, and his routine is almost a bit of like a tap dance routine here. Ah, oh, this is like one of my favorite performances in the series. It's I know really it's like neat. one. I know it's one of the earlier ones, and yeah, maybe you could argue it's technically not as impressive as some of the later ones in the series, but there's something so like peppy and jazzy about it. Like it's right up my alley. It really is, and I just love how the crowd gets into it and they start like clapping along with the music too, and then. Like I said, it's like a tap routine on ice, so like he's doing this while also skating. Really impressive. And Minami is just adorable too. He's like he's, he's like keyboard cat or something. <laughs> it's like you can't help but be like charmed by how like cute it is and stuff. Just like look at him skating around with like his chicken nugget hair. Whereas like Yurio is like grumpy cat. This guy is like keyboard cat. Just like <laughs> it just brings a smile to your face every time you see it. It is. While watching this, Yuri sees a bit of his old self in Minami as he's good yet inconsistent. But Yuri has no doubt that Minami will, can one day rise to the very top, and this just adds more motivation for him to do better. Minami comes away with a total of 214.97, which is his short program and free program scores combined. One more skater to go, and it's Yuri's time to shine. But before he hits the ice, Victor gives him a little bit of a lip balm. Chanel lip balm, in fact. 
Uh, by the way, after this episode aired, Chanel lip balm saw an increase in sales. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Did you love Minami's uh, reaction when he sees Victor putting lip balm on, on uh, Yuri's lips? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Just thinking of himself like, indirect kiss, indirect <laughs> kiss. <laughs> Yuri's free program is set to the song Yuri on Ice, and like his short program, this will be his uh, free program for the rest of the show. Oh, on the subject of the music here, uh, during the 2018 Winter Olympics, the pair's figure skating team of Mio Suzaki and Ryuchi Kihara of Japan skated to this very song. During the actual Winter Olympics, this pair's team actually skated to this song. Of course they did, of course they did. Fans of the show, including myself, were absolutely ecstatic when this happened. Like, I remember watching this, I had it on mostly in the background as I was doing something else at the time, but then I heard the opening up of the song and I'm just like, wait a minute, this sounds really familiar, where do I know this from? And then it just hit me, I'm just like, oh my god, they're skating to Yuri on Ice, holy shit! <laughs> and I just immediately like took to Twitter and, and also took to this uh, line chat I'm in, going like, everyone, turn on the TV to the Olympics on NBC, they're what? There's the skating pairs skating to Yuri on Ice, holy shit. Oh my god, that's great. Then again, you can choose just about any music to like skate in those competitions, can you? Yep, as long as it's a uh, certain uh, time limit. Oh, okay, so that, that kind of explains how, like, one guy can do, like, a jazzercise kind of, like, themed <laughs> skate routine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, God knows if it were my choice, I'd just be doing, like, the Passion dance music <laughs> from JoJo's Part 5. <laughs> oh, I'd be doing, like, every single pose, just trying to improve the judges. I wouldn't even care if I got a shit score. <laughs> just to say that I could do it, it'd be perfect. Oh, for me, if I were to, like, come up with my own uh, free program, I would think, like, I would skate to, like, Shinsuke Nakamura's first WWE theme, and then, like, the program would just be, be me doing, like, his moves and his, like, weird hand gestures, and then it would end with him, with me doing the pose. The real pose. <laughs> you would be the one to bridge wrestling and figure skating. I am the king of figure skating strong style. Oh, uh, back to the performance of uh, the two Japanese pair skaters skating to Yuri on Ice. Uh, during the performance, uh, Olympic skater Johnny Weir, who we mentioned before as a big fan of the series, was on commentary for the event and pointed out that the song was from Yuri on Ice. So yeah, we actually got to hear uh, an NBC commentator like reference Yuri on Ice on TV during the Winter Olympics. Oh, nice. Now if only we can get on ABC. <laughs> also, uh, the official Blu-ray release for the show actually has a quote from him, which uh, I have right here. So on the back of the box, it says, What drew me to Yuri on Ice is the incredible skating and tremendous heart. Johnny Weir, two-time Olympian, three-time U.S. figure skating national champion. Whew, good boy. That is a really good blurb to put on the back of your box there. That is a big rub right there. The only the only one that I think that tops that is the DVD for the cartoon Dan Versus, where they put a terrible review from Common Sense <laughs> on the yes, back. that's right. That told parents not to show their kids the series. <laughs> that's the only one out there that's better, but that's a good one. It is. During Yuri's performance, Victor sees that Yuri's gone against his wishes to make it a little easier for him and instead reverted back to the original plan. This plan which includes three quads instead of just one. Despite a few hiccups including a moment where after a jump Yuri goes face first into the boards. Ouch. But uh, that even that doesn't slow him down and the audience and Victor especially are all into this routine. You can't take your eyes off Yuri right here. Ooh, man. This is the kind of performance you can really get into, and later ones for other skaters are no different too, as you just... This is the kind of show where you like you see some performance and you just want them to succeed. And you react accordingly, like when they make a jump, you go like, yeah, but when they miss, you go, ooh, that should have been better. Right, like any like regular skating show, you see. You're just like so enthralled and get you get into it, and it does its job well. Yuri pulls off a beautiful performance, and Victor brings his arms wide open. 
for a hug, but when Yuri dives in for it, Victor steps out of the way as Yuri's got a wicked nosebleed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, watch the nosebleed. Yuri achieves a final score of 259.56 and gets first place. He looks back on his performance and realizes how much fun he has. It's been a long time since he's felt that way when skating. With this competition done and dusted, it's on to the Grand Prix series with Yuri choosing the theme of love for the season, inspired by his feelings for Victor. Aww. Aww. Next, we have recent champion Yuri Katsuki, who many believe will be the next leader of men's singles in Japan. Katsuki, if you will. Um, please, if you'll show us your theme for this year, we're dying to know. I struggled to find a theme for this Grand Prix. It was hard, but in the end, I chose love. There have been so many people who have helped me in my competitive skating career. Yet somehow I'd never thought of it as love until now. I was lucky to have people supporting me, but I had a hard time accepting that support. So I always felt like I was fighting alone. But since Victor came into my life and became my coach, I've started seeing things differently. This love isn't something as clear-cut as romantic love. It's more of an abstract feeling that encompasses my relationships with Victor, my family, and my hometown. It took a long time, but I finally realized that I'm surrounded by love every day. For the first time, there's somebody I want to hold on to. That person is Victor. I don't really have a name for that emotion, but I've decided to call it love. It's changed me. I'm stronger now. And I'll prove it at the Grand Prix Final with a gold medal! We're abstract. What does that even mean? After all these years, that's what we get. The first thing we're going to do when he gets back here is burn that necktie. It's hideous. He needs a new one before the cup of China. Victor, if you're hoping Yuri will win the cup of China, you're in for a disappointment. This year's champion is Pichi Chuleno. Did you see how seriously awesome that jump was? You were recording it, right? Uh, no. Ah! You were supposed to get a video, coach! I wanted to post it on my page! So on to 6th skate, China's on, the Grand Prix Series opening event, the Cup of China short program. So yeah, we're on to China, but before we can get to the skating, Yuri and Victor, mostly Victor, indulge in the local culture and cuisine. During this, Yuri is reunited with Peachy and Celestino, and things get a bit wild as Victor and Celestino get pretty swifty, and Celestino's down for the count while Victor is just shirtless and cuddling up with Yuri. I'm just like, yeah, it's one of those parties. <laughs> Where you get so drunk, you just end up cuddling with your friends all throughout it. <laughs> Anyway, that's enough partying for now, as it's time for the Cup of China. Like with the other competitions in this show, the Cup of China is indeed a real sanctioned event for the real Grand Prix series. It was created in 2003 and joined the Grand Prix series the same year, replacing the German event. It has been held in Beijing, Shanghai, Harbin, and Nanjing. Though for the 2018-2019 season, which is the most recent season, it was put on hiatus and replaced with the Grand Prix Helsinki in Finland. The reason for this being is so China can prepare the venues for the 2022 Winter Olympics. But the Cup of China will return for the 2019-2020 season. Fascinating stuff. Right. Ooh, let's meet some of the other skaters in the competition. We already know Yuri and Peachy. The other skaters are Leo de la Iglesia of America, played here by Rico Fajardo, Guang Hongji of China, played here by Howard Wang, Georgi Popovich of Russia, played by Dave Trosko, which is another one of Yakov skaters, and last, and certainly not least, Christoph Giacometti of Switzerland, played here by Chris Sabat. Holy shit, this dude is something else. <laughs> oh my, what a male specimen we have here. Also, a former rival of Victor. And very touchy-feely. <laughs> 
much so. Like his introduction is, he kind of uh, grabs uh, Yuri by the butt, <laughs> gives him a bit, of, gives him a bit of a quick rub and a squeezy, squeezy. <laughs> Come on, don't make the newspapers talk. <laughs> <laughs> now for the competition short programs to begin proper, and first up is Peachy's skating to the song "Shall We Skate" from a film within the show called "The King and the Skater." Kind of wondering what movie that's like. Hmm, I don't know. Probably like The King and I, but on like ice skates or something. I guess so. Like a little bit of like snow. Maybe it's like the Snow Queen crossed with like The King and I and stuff. Mm. Maybe it's like one of those like Chinese like wuja films where like they're like doing ah. kung fu acts and like doing like ice kamehamehas or something. <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched any of those films, so I just assume it's like that. Oh, kind of an uh, interesting fact here. Apparently in Thailand, the film The King and I, uh, both versions of the film were actually banned in Thailand for one reason or another. Oh, fascinating. So this is a film that Peachy holds near and dear to him as it's one of his biggest inspirations when it comes to figure skating. Many have skated to this song, but he wants to make it his own, and he does so by achieving a score of 86.75. Slight deduction as he fell at one point, but the crowd was still really into it, clapping along and just uh, really enjoying him. Also one thing of note here is that the usual announcer, Moroka, is now joined by another announcer, Honda, played here by Clifford Chapin. So Yuri's up, but something's a little different from before. Yuri's got a fire burning within him as he wants to show the world that he's not the same Yuri from before, and that he absolutely deserves Victor as his coach. He uses this motivation and belly fire to give one of his best short program performances thus far. He's even able to land the quad Salco that used to always mess him up. Whopper performance as Moroka says, We have just witnessed the birth of a new Yuri Katsuki. Today, love wins. Hashtag love wins. Very cool, very cool. Yuri achieves a new personal best with a score of 106.84. Very impressive. Now it's Georgie's turn as his theme is one of heartbreak. His program is meant to represent a woman he used to date, but then she broke up with him, and basically he's just using this program to try to win her back. Bit of a creep here. <laughs> this guy. Oh, man. I just wanted the announcers to just bring up all that info in the middle of the performance. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was recently broken up by his girlfriend and is now skating his heart out out of pure hatred <laughs> to get back at her. Notice how much he hates her in this, like, spin right here. And a great triple sow cow, too. So much hatred in that one. So much spite. <laughs> you see, you saw Yuri Katsuki bring out the love, but you can see the hate filling in Yorgis here. I can imagine him just, like, out of nowhere doing, like, a spin move where he's just, like, spinning around with middle fingers all around <laughs> Also, I should point out that he looks a bit like Mac as the Nightman from It's Always Sunny. With, like, the eye makeup and everything. <laughs> as he's just flipping off as he goes by. Laughs are cheap. He's going for gasps. <laughs> I'm surprised how professional he keeps this whole performance, given that it's, like, born out of, like, pure spite for his girlfriend. <laughs> and she's in the audience watching this. Right? Like, oh my god. Like, it's... The animators did, did a good job of portraying this as, like, non-creepy as possible. Because <laughs> in any other situation, this would just be, like, the most uncomfortable performance ever. Though we do have some people getting a little creeped out by this as Yurio and Milo are watching this back in Russia and they're just going like, ooh, this is kind of skeezy. <laughs> it's like, dude, you got broken up with. Move on. Get over it. Don't get to inspire an entire, like, ice skating routine Don't make get this... back at your girlfriend. Don't make this the basis for your entire skating season. <laughs> <laughs> the year he got broken up and then, like, decided to get back at his girlfriend for an entire season. <laughs> this is spite of the yin-yang right here. So up next, Leo D'Iglesia is now repping the good old U.S. of A. U.S.A. 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 Woo! 
He's pegged as one of the favorites to make it to the Grand Prix Finals and ends up squeaking past Peachy to make it into third with Yuri in first and Yurgi in second. He skates to a song called Still Alive. Uh, not much to say else here, but this is this, the song itself is a pretty sweet tune. It kind of sounds a bit like a, a bit of a lovemaking song, don't you think? Mm, a little bit, a little bit. Though there's going to be way more lovemaking songs coming up here. Oh god, yeah, like speaking of lovemaking, now... Now up is Kristoff as he skates to a song called Intoxicated. Yuri may be skating to a song about Eros, but this man is Eros personified. The real deal sex appeal. Oh my god, this guy could dance to like a Britney Spears song and just like tear up the ice and just get like perfect scores. Ah, yeah. And with eyes like those, he may look like a pure innocent boy, but don't let that fool you. Beneath those eyes lies a walking sexy weapon of mass destruction. He's just whipping his hair back and forth, you know? He's got, he's like showing off the crotch on the ice. On like when he flaunts his ass and it's got like, he's got a bit of a hungry bum here where it's like right up his, right between his butt cheeks. <laughs> Just feeling himself up and just being like... It just makes me laugh with how, like, bold he is, you know? It's like, I, I laugh, but I kind of commend the guy. I can never do something like this. Oh, he's very open about, like, how sexual he is, and it's just so commendable. And he's very open about how, like, how much he feels about this on the ice, too, because what's the one line he says? Oh, God, I forgot what he says here, but he makes a lot of innuendo. He's reaching his climax, and then he's all like, oh, my God, I'm going so calm. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I'll splice you the whole entire thing in. Just uh, for those of you at home, make sure you're wearing headphones. <laughs> and make sure you're wearing, like, uh, clean pants, too, because, uh, my God, this, this, this performance gets the juices going. Oh, God. And, like, did I say love making music? Scratch that. This song is the kind of song for just straight up fucking. Oh, yeah. Just no love, just face in the pillow, go like the clappers. This series used the sex on ice line way too early. <laughs> the impregnate line way too early. Because <laughs> honestly, whereas, whereas, like, Victor probably, whereas Victor, his performance could have impregnated somebody. Like, this guy's performance right here, my god, this will bring you into, like, late-term pregnancy. <laughs> By the end of this performance, you should just hear, like, plopping in the audience <laughs> with all the babies being born. And the announcer is just going like, and now we have new, five new babies born in this world, thanks to this performance. Congratulations to all the mothers. <laughs> all right, we're down to our final skater. Christoph Giacometti, age 25, of Switzerland. He took silver at last year's Grand Prix Finals, so all eyes are on him. This guy practically loses sex appeal. I thought it was going to be a boring season without Victor to compete against. But Yuri could turn out to be a worthy opponent. Too bad for him. Eros is my specialty. The music for his program is intoxicated. I'm begging you not to But you always make me so breathless How can I Into his first jump, you? he's planned a quadruple lutz right off the bat. Oops, turned into a triple. It's all right. I want to take it slow so I can peek at the Grand Prix final. A combination spin. He's got beautiful position and speed. Chris said he was having a hard time getting motivated. He's a solid skater, though, and never goes into a major slump. He doesn't like to peek at the first event, so he starts slowly. But I will say, he doesn't seem to be holding anything back when it comes to sex appeal. Yuri, your innocent sexuality is powerful. But if there's one person in the world who can rival that, it's me. 
Triple Axel. By the time I'm done today, you'll realize how much you still have left to learn. Triple flip, followed by a triple toe loop. The audience is fired up, cheering and clapping as he begins his last spin. <gasps> I think I'm going to come. Christoph Kiyokometti has delivered a riveting short program. He had the audience on the edge of their seats. Destruction. Also, does can of coke to Chris Sabat for this performance here? You he must have just had a grand old time doing playing Kristoff. Oh, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? And also, after he finished his performance, you just have Minako in the crowd just splooshing over over Kristoff. Instantly pregnant. <laughs> You're all carrying my children, even the men, especially the men. <laughs> Great line by Peach Heat after the performance where he says, Is it just me or is the ice soaking wet? From the sweat, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Because it was hot, of course. Yes. And yet he only gets fifth place. Only fifth place? Yeah, just like, oh man, just judges aren't just like, nah, I, I don't like this sexy stuff. It's just, just does not work for me here. This is no place for a man to pretty much fuck the audience right here with his moves. <laughs> Guys, guys just has to think, like, maybe next time I should get about ten more women in the audience pregnant. Maybe <laughs> that'll boost my score. <laughs> so, with the short programs done, the current ranks are Wong Hongji in sixth, Kristoff in fifth, Peachy in fourth, Iglesia in third, Yorgi in second, and Yuri rounding it out in first. So, can Yuri hold on to his lead? We'll find out after we take a short break, and then we'll be back with the start of the pre programs and the rest of Yuri on Ice. Can you hear my heartbeat? I'm tired of feeling I'm never enough I close my eyes and tell myself that my dreams will come true There'll be no more darkness when you believe In yourself you're unstoppable Where your destiny lies Dancing on your blades you set my Don't have plans for New Year's Eve? Then come and close out 2018 and ring in 2019 with the idols of Love Live Wrestling. It's a special New Year's Eve edition of Love Live Wrestling TV featuring a monumental main event pitting Muse against Aqua in a 9 on 9 tag team elimination match. Which group will end the year off on a high note in this battle for idol supremacy? It's the Love Live Wrestling New Year's Eve special streaming live on the Love Live Wrestling Network 
As always, the first month is free for new subscribers. We are Love Live Wrestling. I've spent more than half my life watching Victor, trying to catch up. I'm going to do it. I'm not sure how, but I'm going to skate on the same ice as Victor again someday. Yuri! Welcome home! Yeah, thanks, Mom. Koski tumbles to last place. Can Will this season be his last one? Possibly. Tired of feeling. Never Maybe it's time for you to retire. I don't think we need two Yuris in the same bracket. There'll be no more darkness when you believe in yourself. You are unstoppable. Where your destiny lies. They say he's taking the next season off to consider the future of his career. He was so inspired by your performance, he decided to become your coach. You're going to get to the Grand Prix final, and you're going to win. Unleash the arrows within you. Maybe no one's seen it before, but I know it's there. Smoldering deep down inside you, waiting for its chance to come out. This was the beginning. With Victor, I hope to win the Grand Prix Final. Thank you all for your continued support. <laughs> Even if mine ends here, their battles will continue for years after this Grand Prix final. No tale is more compelling than one that never ends. Skate China's on the Grand Prix Series opening event, the Cup of China Free Skate. This is a big episode, ladies and gents, and I mean big. But you know who's not feeling so big right now? Yuri, as even though he currently has the lead, he's never been in this situation before, so he doesn't know how to handle being the top skater everyone's gunning for. 
and Victor notices this, so he tells Yuri to go take a nap. You just imagine, like, uh, the conversation being like, Yuri, you need a nap, but I'm not tired. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta put his kid to sleep, tuck him in. (laughs) You'll see what happens when you don't take a nap. Now you're gonna be cranky, then your confidence will be shot. Just, it's just just gonna be a mess. Want a warm pork cutlet bowl to put you to sleep? (laughs) (laughs) So remember, kids, take naps when you need one. Not me, though. I'm always in tip-top shape. I never need naps. Now for the free programs to begin proper, as we'll go in order of positions starting from the bottom. So Wong Hong is up first, getting to the song Inferno. I love that uh, his routine is interspliced with a fantasy sequence of a protagonist infiltrating an enemy territory, only to come face-to-face with the big boss, but then is joined by a friend as backup. So you get to see this fantasy, but then you also get to see him uh, skating on ice, so it's kind of really cool how they go back and forth between the two. Oh yeah, really cool. And uh, in the story, the two buddies team up to take down the boss and his evil organization, but the protagonist is soon gunned down defending his friend as the program comes to a close. Just uh, nothing like some good old-fashioned interpretive storytelling here. I don't know. He should have had like a surprise in it or something somewhere. Like I don't know where he just out, out of nowhere he just pulls out like a pistol, <laughs> fires off some like blanks into his routine, <laughs> spin him around further. You know. <laughs> I mean, sure, the whole crowd would be in like a fit of like terror, but <laughs> but in retrospect, it would be cool though. <laughs> it would be pretty cool. Like blam, 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 blam. <laughs> a great finish. Next up is Kristoff, so warning for the folks in the Splash Zone, you may get wet. From the ice shavings, I mean. You you know how that stuff flies around when people are skating. He's skating to the song Rhapsody Espanol. During this performance, we briefly get a little more insight to his and Victor's past. Kristoff looked up to him, and the two met as soon as Chris entered the senior division. They've skated together as rivals every season since, until Victor became Yuri's coach. And during this, Chris is more often than not in Victor's shadow. He really wants to, like, get out of Victor's shadow, he just wants to beat him, but, like, this is the season where Victor's not skating, so it's, uh, eh, just kind of, like, lesser season, feeling a little lesser here. Who would need to, like, surpass Victor when you're already sex incarnate? <laughs> right? You have like, everything, d- man. Dude, you rock this whole, like, theme right here. Victor can't compare to you. But he does want to win the Grand Prix series in order to bring Victor back so he can compete with him again. Kristoff finishes his performance, ending with a sound that can only be described as the sound one makes post-coitus. Just, you see, you hear that sound he makes, like, as soon as he finishes and thrusts his crotch to the crowd, he just kind of gives, like, a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a coming noise here. Oh my god. They should have just had, like, out of nowhere, like, an animator just create, like, a little, like, brown spot or something around <laughs> the front of his pants. <laughs> just sneak that in for, like, one frame. <laughs> And at this point, you go, he cuts back to the crowd, and you see Minako, and she's just like, hot. So very hot. (laughs) (laughs) During this performance, Victor, uh, in an effort to settle Yuri's nerves, takes him to the parking garage to get away from everything so he can warm up in peace. Back to the ice, Peach eats on deck as he skates to a song from The King and the Skater 2, The Legend of Brian Boitano's Gold. The song is called Terra Incognita. Due to his uh, strong short program performance, Peach Eats got himself quite over in China, because they all know what a good boy he is. Flawless jumps all around as Morooka gets over how Peach Eat is seen as the future of figure skating in Thailand, and with this great performance, Peach Eat works his way into first place. So yeah, good job there. Oh, very nice performance. Now it's time for Iglesia to do it for Murica. He's got the red, white, and blue running through his veins. <laughs> Born and raised in the U.S. of A. Thankfully, they didn't play up the America side too much with yeah. this guy. Yeah, but still, this guy's a true, real American. Fucking suck it, Hulk Hogan. Right. <laughs> uh, back with Yuri, he's really starting to fall apart. We get another really powerful scene between him and Victor, and I'll cut that in right now. In that case, maybe... Yuri. I should see what happens if I shatter his into pieces. 
It is at least partially my fault if you mess up your program today and don't make it onto the podium. I'll take responsibility and resign as your coach. Look, Yuri, I wasn't being serious. I'm sorry. I fail a lot, so I've gotten pretty used to it over the years. But it's different now because I'm worried about my mistakes reflecting on you! Part of me has been wondering if you secretly want to quit. I was just saying that. Of course I don't... I know! I'm not very good with people crying. I don't know what to say in this situation. Should I just kiss you or something? No! Just have more faith that I'm going to win than I do! And you don't have to say anything! Just stay close to me, Victor! Victor, brah? Making Yuri cry, brah? Jeez, Victor, you gotta break his heart. <laughs> you didn't need to, like, stab it out of his chest. Right, come on. He's, just, yeah, he's, he's still new to the coaching thing, though, so you can kind of cut him a little bit of slack, but still. You know. I don't know, he knew full fucking well what he was doing there. <laughs> Doesn't he say the line, too, like, I need to break his heart? <laughs> yeah, you need to break him down in order to build him back up. Right, right. So we return to the competition at hand with Yorgi up to perform, and he's starting to get a little more creepier as he skates the song The Tale of the Sleeping Prince. And he's just still so hung up on his ex, and he's just like, dude, you're just really getting really weird at this point. Get a hobby. <laughs> oh wait, this is his hobby. <laughs> <laughs> Even weirder as uh, you when you look at the lyrics of the song, which I have right here. Hold on a sec. Oh boy, what did they say? I'll always be, be there for you. I promise to save you. I'll save you now. Oh baby, I'm coming. You're not alone. I promise to save you. I'll save you now. <laughs> And it just keeps doing that, like uh, even the later uh, chorus goes, You always make me strong, I'm not alone. I promise to save you, I'll save you now. Oh baby, I'm coming through the dark. I promise to save you, I'll save you now. Wake me up. Now you see, this is exactly why you would not be chosen as an announcer for this skating route, for this like skating show, because you would not be able to help bring up how like creepy this is. Yeah, just like, okay. <laughs> These announcers are being way too objective. They would have to like bring out those lyrics to rattle them off and like show people like, uh, okay, how is this allowed? How is this allowed, folks? Just like, okay, folks, uh, Yorgi Povovich up here skating, and, uh, I gotta listen to his song beforehand, and uh, I'm just gonna read off these lyrics here, because just, just seriously, what, like, I'm not even gonna, gonna look at his performance, just listen to these lyrics, audience here. Oh, really, Mikey? What is this scintillating text you have for this? Just, like, gets over how much he's really hung up on his ex-girlfriend, and how he's going to save her from the, uh, the dude she's with now, so, yeah, it's kind of thinking, like, oh, she's in danger, and he's the knight in shining armor for her. Wow, really? That actually makes him, se uh, that, when you put it in that context, it kind of makes him sound like a total creep. He is a very much a creepazoid. Oh, uh, Yorgi Popovich has finished the performance. Uh, what's the score? Oh, very, very, very nice. Oh, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Though, uh, we get a shot of his uh, ex in the crowd, and she's having none of it as she walks off in disgust, but not before giving Yorgi a uh, thumbs down. Ha, loser. Right, as she just walks off to, like, go get a restraining order. And you would, too, if, like, after his previous performance, your ex-boyfriend slashed your tires. <laughs> <laughs> God, he seems like the kind of guy who would slash your tires. Yeah, he kind of does. Key your car a bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, finally, it's time. 
Yuri takes to the ice, but not before giving Victor a good luck boop on the head, like just like before. Yuri's feeling a lot better. I guess uh, Victor making him cry, brah, was just what he needed. He just really needed to let it all out there. During the program, Yuri's thinking about Victor, which is helping him as he's almost effortlessly nailing some of these jumps, even going like, huh, I made that jump, just thinking to himself like that. And I was like, mm, oh yeah, I did that. <laughs> He does over-rotate on some jumps, but he's not sweating it, as he just needs to get stronger in order to surpass Victor's expectations. For his final jump, he changes it last minute to a quad flip, which was Victor's signature move. Though he fell, he got enough rotation for it to be good. With that final move, Yuri finishes his program, and the crowd gives him a standing ovation, while some are still in shock that he pulled off a quad flip late into the program, as usually with a skater, doing something that late would be like, you're just tying yourself out. Right, right, but he still manages to try and like pull it off and stuff. He's got the endurance. He does. And then we get the scene, the quintessential Yuri on ice scene. Victor and Yuri rush to each other. Victor lunges towards Yuri, hugs him like he's never hugged him before, and seemingly plants one on him. And yet I noticed like the scene was like, even seeing that scene though, I noticed like the animators still kind of like made it a little bit of a fake out because like immediately after his face is right past his and he's just giving him a hug and stuff, you know. I commend him for at least like implying it enough. So yeah, kiss or no kiss, what do you think? Oh, kiss, definitely. Because yeah. of course the animators intended for it. Yeah, so yes, it is indeed, that was indeed a real kiss. Uh, lead writer Mitsuru Kubo confirmed on her Twitter that it was a kiss. And this is confirmed to be the exact moment that the two fell in love and practically became a couple. Oh yeah, the, I, I'll I commend the, uh, the, the creators for the series for being, like, so open about, like, when people ask the question, we're like, did you really intend for it to be that gay? And they were all like, oh yeah, we wanted the series to be super gay. Yeah. Enjoy, folks. Have some more. We put it all in here for you. Have some more. Have some more. <laughs> this episode and this moment was so big. This was essentially the, the moment that turned the show into a mega hit that it is. The viewership went way up to the point that Crunchyroll noticed this, and they started promoting Yuri and Ice more heavily off their site where before they would usually just promote uh, One Piece and Naruto, you know, the big shonen, and the only non-shonen show they were promoting at the time was Keijo. But then this episode hit and they were like, let's promote Yuri on Ice, this is, we got a, we got like a gold mine on here. Because <laughs> God knows Keijo won't be like pushing any barriers here. Yeah. Or raising the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and also fans were just so happy that this relationship wasn't just a tease or people thinking too deep and making assumptions about them. Yuri and Victor are the real deal, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's like you can't argue, like, oh, well, they're just, like, coaching students. Like, no, nope, no, nope, animators confirmed it. Yeah, it's just like, oh, you're just thinking too much. You're just projecting your own feelings onto them. It's like, no, they are a couple. They are legit. They it's made the, out right in front of us right now. It's those exact type of people who have, like, never used, like, the term death of the author before, but, like, mm. they will totally, like, play that card right after this. Right. <laughs> Uh, funny enough, from the beginning, uh, this relationship between Yuri and Victor wasn't the intention. Kubo explained that the series was supposed to strictly be just a relationship between coach and student, and then basically that just be it. But this changed as she said Yuri and Victor just fell in love with each other. Like, the characters took on a life of their own, they fell in love, and she was like, it's out of my hands, they're a couple. Oh, I can, I can understand that, actually, where, like, you might be writing two characters for a while, and, like, you might be feeling a little platonic, but then, like, you write them more together, and you write the banter between each other, and you just feel like a sort of connection feel between them. Yeah, they just take a life on their own, and, they're, and she's just like, they have to be together, I can't keep them apart, I can't just make this a professional relationship, it has to be romantic. I'm writing here, and it's like, sorry, my hand just won't stop. These two are in love, they're so much in love. They're burning up in the 
their love, their love. I don't want to draw. I mean, like, I wasn't originally going to draw a heart with, it, with like, their two heads in the middle, but, like, my hand won't stop. It just, I, I can't control myself. I just feel the love. So, final results are in for the Cup of China, as Peachheat is in first, with Yuri taking second, and Kristoff in third. Now it's on to the Rostelecom Cup, the event that stands in the way of Yuri making it to the Grand Prix Finals. On to 8th Skate, Yuri vs. Yuri, the horror, Rostelecom Cup short program. On to Moscow as Yurio arrives reuniting with his grandpa, the same grandpa that inspired the agape within him. So we get a, we get a cute little moment here between the two of them. Right, right, and his like grandfather's awesome pastries. Oh yeah, like Yuri, Yurio loves it, but he also points out, Hey grandpa, you ever try a pork cutlet bowl? And then his grandpa takes it as a bit of an insult, he's like, Well, you don't like my piroshkis? <laughs> like, no, 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 I didn't like that, I just wanted to know if you like, if you've heard of this. Piroshkis, the, the second, like, the second place run ups for like the food of the series oh god those look delicious oh, i know right i gotta try them one of these days like the food in the show all looks good even the animators know this because as you know in the little uh eye catchers it's always like a dish and then when it comes back the dish is uh complete is like uh all eaten up oh, eat your heart out food wars mm-hmm. <laughs> this is definitely a foodie show oh now it's time to meet the other skaters in the ross telecom cup so we have sung gil lee of south korea played here by oscar sung emil nicola of the czech republic played here by justin briner mikhail mickey crispino of italy played here by j michael tatum along with his sister sarah played here by tia ballard during these introductions, we get a bit of a scene between the two Yuris as they come face-to-face -face in an elevator. Uh, not quite the elevator scene from Evangelion, but there's still enough tension between the two so you can still feel it. And uh, Yurio basically pulls a Drago here as he tells Yuri he will crush him. Oh yeah, he's he's got the right inspirations here. <laughs> <laughs> so the short programs are underway as Young Gil Lee is up first skating to Alma Vivo. I'm kind of digging this uh, mambo music he's kind of skating here. Oh yeah, it's really it's it really gets your blood pumping. And he's got the right costume too. He's kind of have a bit of the bit of the puffy shirt going on. <laughs> Just gorgeous. And we also get a bit of a sex appeal inflation as he's trying to add a bit of sexiness to his program. It's just like, geez, everyone wants to sex it up in this competition. Right? Like, everybody wants to give it to the audience. You think Yuri is just like, oh, come on, sex is supposed to be my thing. <laughs> well, we'll see somebody, we'll see somebody soon who wants to give it to somebody else, but... <laughs> We'll get to that soon. He scores a personal best of 91.83 and takes an early lead to set the stage. Now Emil is next and he delivers a solid performance getting into second. Now stand back because after him, Mickey C is up skating to Lone Armee. So we have our Italian boy Mickey get hitting the ice here. Just being all like, watch me Sarah, I am your knight in shining armor, Baba the Boopy. Oh my god, talking, of, talking about giving it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> this guy really loves his sister. Yeah, he's a tad over protective to say the least. He doesn't want any man to get close to her because there's no love that can compare to the love of a brother that can give to his sister. My sister cannot possibly be this acute. He <laughs> <laughs> would be that kind of guy to watch that series. Uh, thankfully though, I, I, I do like that it never reaches any heights to like, you know, it's not like Black Clover bad where right. like the character there wants to like really, really is in love with his sister. God. Ugh. No, nope. nah, he's 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 okay enough in my books here. Right, I, I, I like Mickey. He's cool. Yeah, he is pretty cool, and he does get some development to himself. Though, while Sarah supports him and appreciates the sentiment, she knows that Mickey needs to learn how to skate without her on his mind for the sake of both of them. Mickey is able to work his way into second, beating out Emil. I just like to think he, after he gets off the ice, he just looks over at Emil and goes like, "That's what you get for hitting on my sister. That's a Maya job." <laughs> <laughs> So Yuri takes the ice next, and he says, I'm going to go out there and show my love to the whole of Russia. And I'm just like, yeah, fuck you, Vladimir Putin and your anti-gay laws. That can, <laughs> you can kiss my ass. 
Gonna skate, the, gonna love it up on this ice here. And uh, love at the start, the, the judges are all like, whoa, when Yuri does his uh, little sexy glance at the start of Eros here. Like, oh man, we're in for something here. <laughs> Yuri's in top form tonight as he seems more motivated than before. I mean, you kind of gotta be when you're basically giving the middle finger to this country's leader and his stupid laws. Right. <laughs> Yurio even notices how far Yuri has come since the hot springs on ice. So Yuri gives a flawless performance here as he gets a score of 109.87, beating his personal best and getting into first. Victor is so filled with pride that uh, during the kiss and cry, he uh, gives Yuri's skate a bit of a bit of a smooch. Aww. <laughs> and of course, uh, photographers are all like, snap some pictures, snap some pictures, snap some snap, pictures. Snap, snap, snap. <laughs> oh, time for Yurio to perform for Mother Russia as he takes the ice. Yuri and Victor also noticed that he's finally found his agape, and they couldn't be more proud. It's just like, he's trying to be all intimidating to Yuri and Victor, but just like, they just look at him as like proud parents saying, Oh, Yuri, oh, you did it. You found your agape. I'm so proud of you. Such an adorable little hateful fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you idiots to turn me on. I'm not that desperate. <laughs> After a bit of a slow start, he manages to make a big comeback and really rouse the hometown crowd. So much so that after his performance, the crowd showers him in cat plushies and uh, even cat ears as one lands perfectly on his head. He's <laughs> just got this look of like, this is not how I really want this to go. <laughs> oh, by the way, the whole like raining down uh, plushies in the crowd kind of reminds me how uh, in during the Olympics, uh, one of the skaters, Yuzuru Hanyu, actually gets uh, Winnie the Pooh plushies thrown onto the ice after he finishes a uh, performance. Aww, how cute. It really is. You can find like videos of it online and then I think he donates the uh, teddy bears to like charity afterwards. Oh, how cool. Yeah. So Yurio manages to get a score of 98.09, putting him into second. And I love that uh, while he's waiting for a score at the kiss and cry with Yakov and Lilia, he still has the cat ears on. Like he didn't bother to take them off. <laughs> Okay, he likes them a little bit. He likes them a little bit. I'm kind of starting to feel these cat ears. I still don't like them though, but they're, they're growing on me. He's the kind of person who totally who totally knows their motif and just owns it, but they'll just deny it constantly. Yeah. Oh, and on to the final skater. It's him. This guy. Oh. This fucking guy. The boy. My boy. Ladies and gentlemen, Jean-Jacques Leroy of... Oh, Canada. <laughs> Played here by Jeremy in Maname Inman. Fucking JJ. JJ. Oh my god, what do you think of this guy here? <laughs> He's such a shitlord. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. What kind of fucker comes out on ice? And has his own theme song made for himself. <laughs> a hand-tailored theme song that he plays as he goes around. My god, you gotta listen to, like, this theme song for JJ. It is the most fucking, like, self-wanking <laughs> song I've ever heard in an anime. <laughs> yes, uh, the song, Theme of King JJ, and I'll splice in the program. Just... Well, calls, it even calls himself a king in his song. <laughs> god, he's like... He's like the Miz of figure skating, just so cocky, arrogant, that fucking JJ thinks he's Pope of Chilitown. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give credit to, I'll give credit to the show. They really they really try to get me into this guy to really feel for him and how he wants to give it to his fans and be like a king for them, be the king of the ice. And yet throughout this entire show, I just can't help but look at him and be all like, Yeah, put put your head down, boy. Put your head down. You ain't no king. Also, this motherfucker has a tram stamp of his own name. <laughs> Who gets a tram stamp of their own name? 
this uh, narcissist uh, describes this guy very well. I don't know, but he's, he's, he's a little charming in his narcissism, I'm not gonna lie. He's a little bit. Yeah, he's such a heel, and yet he just loves it, and he just loves how much of a douche he is. That describes him very well. He's, he's lovable in that heel kind of way. Yeah, I, I can't help but respect that. You just like, ah, you just... You're so much of a douche, but you know you are. I gotta respect that. You put so much work into being so hateable. I commend you, JJ. And, and I love Jeremy Inman's performance. Like, he just really gives that right amount of just smug and smarmy for when he plays JJ. It's oh, so good. Yes. Today's final skater is the one with the most momentum going into this competition. Jean-Jacques Leroy of Canada, age 19. Also known as JJ. He will be skating to an original song composed just for him. Theme of King JJ. Not just anyone can pull off a collaboration with a world-famous rock band. This is the kind of program that only King JJ can deliver. Quadruple toe loop, triple toe loop. Some major jumps right off the bat. JJ placed third at last year's Grand Prix Final and took first at this year's Skate Canada, putting him in a solid position. Hmm. Hope you're ready for another big one. A triple axel. Incredible height. He nearly cleared the fence with that jump. <laughs> A lot of top skaters load the second half of their programs with jumps, but I'm different. I don't rely on that trick. To me, it's more important that my skating and the music work together. It's JJ style! that JJ is at the top of the world and they invite everyone to join him there. An impressive step sequence. Now, his last jump is one that not even Victor Nikiforov attempted in the second half of his program. It's a quadruple Lutz. He did it! Nobody else takes the kind of risks that I do. I'm the only one who can handle it. Why? Because I'm the king! I never stand still. I never settle. I wouldn't know how to, even if I tried. And also, I just gotta talk about the lyrics of his song, Theme of King JJ, here. Please, we have to go through these lyrics. We have to. I'll go through the entire song if, if you want to. <laughs> I feel like these need to be even recited, spoken, just to like, if, just to really show how like narcissistic this guy is. All right. Now I rule the world and the starry sky spreading above. I'll never give up even if the night should fall. Always do my best. I look in the mirror and the king looks back at me. And here comes the chorus. I can rule the world, JJ, just follow me. I will break the wall, now look at me. Fools or even wise aren't the enemies. This is who I am. Just remember me. I'm the King JJ. No one defeats me. This is who I am, baby. Just follow me. He owns the world and all the beauties in his hands. Now I can reach the stars and I will show you how. <laughs> Whenever you stand alone, never shed a tear. If you always smile on your face, you'll make it through the rain. I'll never give in how high the mountains rise. 
keep looking ahead. I look in the mirror and the king looks back at me. I can change the world, JJ. Just follow me. Catch me if you can and look at me. I'm brave enough to fight the enemies. This is who I am. Just remember me. I'm the king, JJ. No one can stop me. This is who I am, baby. Just follow me. He's on top on the whole universe. Now I can be the star and I will show you how. I'll never give up even if the night should fall. Always do my best. I look in the mirror and the king smiles at me. <laughs> you know what it's you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a wrestling theme to be honest. It really is. God, JJ would definitely be like a top heel in a company like WWE or even in, in NXT. His personality works well as a heel in like professional skating. <laughs> God, I can think of like if you were a wrestler, I'd love to see him as like the leader of a stable, just having like two grunts back him up as like little cronies. I can imagine him having cronies to be honest. And he can have like his uh girlfriend be like his valet there, like his Maurice to his Miz. Oh yeah. Oh man. JJ. JJ JJ JJ. And do you love uh, do you love his catchphrase where he goes and that's JJ style and he does like a little mix J's with like his uh, both of his hands <laughs> fucking douche. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, we mentioned wrestling. That reminds me is that uh, someone made fan art of AJ Styles doing the JJ style pose, but he makes like an A with his one hand. I'm AJ. AJ style. <laughs> So JJ makes his way into first with a score of 113.56, beating out Yuri, and the bad news piles on as Victor's dog Makachin, who's staying with Yuri's family, got into some steam buns and caught one in his throat. Uh-oh. So Yuri insists that Victor has to go back to Japan, and in the meantime, he asks Yakov to be Yuri's coach in his absence. So how will Yuri uh, have to do without Victor for the next competition? Let's find out. Ninth Skate, Yuri vs. Yuri the Horror, Rostelecom Cup, Free Skate. So yeah, Victor's got to head back to Japan to tend to his doggo, so Yuri's going to go into the free skate without Victor by his side. The free skate is set to begin with the standings as followed. Emil in 6th, Crispy in 5th, Lee in 4th, Yurio in 3rd, Yuri in 2nd, and JJ in 1st. Emil's up first getting to Anastasius, which is a pretty sweet sounding cyberpunk song. Kind of sounding a bit something out of Tron here. Oh yeah, kind of like robotic and stuff. He should have just been doing the robot, actually. Yeah. <laughs> on, on the ice. <laughs> I just love to think like maybe someone in the crowd going like, Play Daft Punk! <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Like really like amp it up, you know? Like go the whole cyberpunk way. <laughs> yeah, I'll play a little bit of the song here. Backstage during the performance, Sarah breaks it off with her brother, saying that he needs to let her go, and on top of that, he needs to let her to start dating. Also, she isn't going to accompany him to the rink, as he needs to stop being so dependent, and it's just getting so unhealthy at this point. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, just like, you know, lay it down the line for your bro here. I'm pretty sure he's like, I still love you, but you need to let me go. You need to back off, bro. This is getting kind of creepy. <laughs> so our boy Crispy is next feeling a little heartbroken, and he is skating to the song Serenade of Two. Mickey skates out his feelings as he's not so uptight as he usually is. Then we get some flashbacks as to why Mickey is so protective of Sarah, as uh, when they were little kids, Sarah would always get bullied and picked on by a bunch of the other boys. And this led to uh, Mickey coming to her rescue and protecting her because he doesn't want to see her get hurt by any other guys. 
there's the explanation. There is. So that's why he's like vowed that he will always protect her and be by her side. Thank you, Yuri on Ice. Thank you. <laughs> it could have gone a di completely different way. Oh yeah, definitely. He uses this performance to let Sarah know that he is indeed letting her go, and Sarah starts to see this, and she starts to cry. So Mickey C gives a flawless performance, even scoring a new personal best, and Sarah's so happy that he can totally skate perfectly without her by side, so she was right to let him go out by himself. <laughs> development! Yeah, huge credit to Yamamoto and Kubo being able to do a character with, like, the sister complex angle and making it work and without it getting too creepy. Yeah, kudos to that. Like, Mickey's so close to his sister, but it's not because he wants to get with her, it's because he doesn't want to see other guys hurt her and break her heart. Right, right. And, he, and then he learns that he's being too clingy, and then he lets her go. So, good stuff. Very good stuff. And she's so happy afterwards, too, that she can finally date again without yeah. being annoyed by yeah. her brother. <laughs> she immediately goes off to see Emil and uh, Sungil. I'm free! I'm free! <laughs> you can see the look on his face going like, what, 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 that, that fast? I mean, could we, like, slow this in a little bit? Immediately ran off to go hire a male escort. <laughs> <laughs> So, Seung Gil is on deck, though his usually stoic demeanor is rattled by Mickey's performance, which causes him to flub his program and blow his chance at the Grand Prix Finals. Homeboy Yurio is next, as we finally get to see his free skate program, skating to Allegro Appassionato in B minor. This is the program that Lilia put together for him. Yuri, use the ballet, leap, leap like you never leapt before. <laughs> Oh, but puts on a great performance, though. Yes, he's like, he's fueled not only by the love of his grandpa, who's in the audience, but he's also motivated by Yuri and JJ's performances. JJ especially, as in the previous skating competition, he gave a flawless free program, and yet he still came up short against JJ. Thinking about that, he just, like, screams out, SHITHEAD! During his performance. <laughs> Can you imagine people in the crowd, just like, you see Yurio giving this flawless performance, and then when he goes for a big jump, he just shouts, SHITHEAD, and you're like, whoa, he's really getting into it. <laughs> he's gonna lose points for that. Oh, yeah, cursing, that's a five-point deduction and a hundred-dollar fine. <laughs> Yurio finishes an amazing performance, one beyond his own personal limits, and brings the house down, even causing the usual stoic Lilia to shed a few tears due to how proud she is of him. Aww. So yeah, Yurio makes it into first, with Yuri and JJ still set to perform. Speaking of which, Yuri is next, and this is his first free skate program without Victor by his side. Needs to prove himself by making everyone know that even though he isn't there, Victor's teachings were not in vain. Yes, he's not the only person who needs to skate without uh, somebody else supporting him. Right, right, a little, little bit of a theme going on here. Everyone is feeling Yuri's determination as well as his love as he continues to push himself harder than he's ever pushed himself before. Even Yurio's feeling this as he shouts some uh, words of encouragement to Yuri. And I just love that JJ notices this. He's like, hey, you're supporting the competition. And then Yurio just like, shut up. <laughs> you're gonna support me next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you cheer that hard for me? <laughs> Fucking JJ. So Yuri completes his program and earns third place, so he still has a shot at the Grand Prix Finals. To close out the free program, JJ is getting to a partisan hope. King Numpty here puts on another flawless performance as he's motivated by his parents, smoking hot girlfriend, and the great people of Canada. Though most importantly, since Victor isn't competing in this series, he sees this as a golden opportunity to claim the top spot of the skating world. Yeah, go ahead, JJ. You try that. <laughs> yeah, just give it a shot. We'll see how that works out for you. <laughs> JJ gets first place with second going to Yurio and third going to Mickey, which leaves Yuri in fourth. Though since Yuri placed second at the Cup of China, he's tied in overall points with Mickey, and that'll give him enough points to squeak into the Grand Prix Finals. 
Yuri's relieved, and he celebrates by hugging it out with everyone. As almost if it's, he's in, like, a trance. He just walks up to one person, hug. Another person, hug. Another person, hug. Oh, it's a hugging season? Okay. <laughs> Got two enemies in a row we covered that has a that has a good hug session. <laughs> right? Just Yuri's like, come on, bring it in. Everyone's gonna. Everyone gets a hug. You get a hug. You get a hug. You get a hug. All right, everybody hug each other. It's one of those moments now. Yuri set Yuri set the tone. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, like, make Bailey proud here. Everybody hug. Even you, Yurio. You, br- you bring it in, you little cat boy. I just love when he starts chasing Yurio. He's like, get away from me! <laughs> I like the thing, like, he did catch up with him after a while. <laughs> so to close the episode, we get a really beautiful reunion between Yuri and Victor. And also made even better that uh, Victor's dog, Makachin, is A-OK. There's so much I want to tell you, Victor. What do I say first? about what I should do going forward as your coach. Yeah, so have I. Victor, will you be my coach until I retire? (laughs) That sounded like a marriage proposal. You'll never retire. <laughs> Let's win gold together at the Grand Prix final. And it's just, it's such a sweet reunion. All right. So, 10th skate, gotta supercharge it. Pre Grand Prix final special. So, on to the Grand Prix finals in Barcelona. The competitors are as follows Good Boy Pichi Chulno, Walking Viagra commercial Christophe Giacometti, Jean Jacques Ass Leroy, my boy Yuriel Plasetsky, the final new skater introduced, Otebek Alton of Kazakhstan, played here by Mike McFarlane, and to round it all out, flying in on wings of love, Yuri Katsky. Though we still got some time before the competition begins, so let's see how our skaters are enjoying this little breather before things get underway. Chill out episode, oh yeah. Oh yeah. A great scene where uh, Yuriel and JJ face off in uh, trade insults with uh, JJ shit-talking Yuriel's uh, fan club, Yuri's Angels. But Yuriel is uh, fighting back saying, And a guy who wears sunglasses on their head like that is a douche. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. And poor Yurio being hounded by his fans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I imagine he's probably the only skater out there that, like, actually arms his guards with, like, pistols. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Even better, like, tasers. And he just tells them, like, you're totally free to use those however you want. <laughs> free reign. <laughs> I wish there was, like, a scene where it was, like, it turns into, like, Hard Day's Night, the Beatles movie, where Yurio is, like, trying to run through the city with his fans chasing after him, and he's trying to, like, hide with, like, disguises with, like, newspapers and fake beards and... <laughs> Hiding in a phone booth <laughs> would have been great. That would have been the cherry on top for this, like, episode. Another great bit here is where uh, Victor and Kristoff take a dip in the pool despite it being in the middle of December and at night. They end up getting too cold as they both head back to Yuri's room just to use them as their home personal heating pad. Yeah, cuddle puddle. <laughs> also friggin' Kristoff in his little G-string that leaves nothing <laughs> to the imagination. 
Oh man, it's 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 fun times ahead for this episode. Very much so. So the next day after practice, Yuri and Victor do some sightseeing. Meanwhile, Yurio, desperately trying to get away from his fans, he uh, luckily runs into Odebeck, who comes to his rescue. Why did he save him? Turns out these two have a bit of a connection, as they both trained together at a summer camp held by Yakov five years prior. Odebeck o always saw him and Yurio as a lot alike, and really wants to be friends with him. No one's ever wanted to be friends with Yurio before. Ah, Yurio's got a friend here. Yeah, sweet little moment. Like, to show that even he can make, like, even, even he is capable of making friends all on his own. And also, we get to see the start of another super uh, big ship in the series, Yurio and Otebek, like, they can rival, uh, Yuri and Victor in terms of, like, love and, uh, shipping prowess. Oh, God, the, the war that must be going on with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Back with Yuri and Victor's sightseeing adventures, Yuri is looking for a present for Victor as December 25th is Victor's birthday. Victor, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Victor. <laughs> Karen, you beat me to that. <laughs> you beat me. Though he's not typically a Christmas baby, as in Russia, they celebrate Christmas on January 7th. The uh, reason for this is the Russian Orthodox Church follows the Julian calendar instead of the Gregorian, so December 25th on the Julian calendar is January 7th. Hmm, interesting. Yuri does end up finding the perfect gift. Uh, I'll splice in this uh, beautiful moment here. <gasps> oh, this is perfect. This is it! Let's go in here! Can I take I've a look always at wanted to have a lucky charm. Yeah, that's what it is. A lucky charm to help me do well in the final. And a gift for Victor to thank him for all his help. This card, please. I'll pay in installments. Sometimes, when backed into a corner, an athlete can act completely unexpected. Thank you, Victor, for everything you've done. I... I wanted to get you something, and this was the best thing I could think of. Anyway, I, uh, I'll do my best from tomorrow on, so to tell me something... Uh. <sighs> Okay, I'll tell you something that you won't even have to think about. Tomorrow, skate in a way that's true to yourself. Show me a program that makes you proud. <laughs> There's only one way to a gold medal that I know, and that's it. I'm getting hungry. Let's go grab something to eat. Whatever you decide, Yuri, I have absolute faith in you. Yuri and Victor exchange rings on the steps of a church as a nearby choir serenades them. Animators are just like, you like this, fans? You like this? They're exchanging rings with each other. <laughs> In a church, at night, it's like Christmas time. Come on, look at this. They're so much in love. Ooh, you like that? We're going to take the ring off here, too. And like, oh, put it back on. Take it off again. Ooh, put it back on. <laughs> They're married, folks. They're married. I'm watching this. I'm like, ah, stop being so cute, you two. Right? Oh, you... You're spoiling me here, Mikey, with these cute series. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> Afterwards, all the skaters, including Minako and Mari, who made the trip, all have dinner together. 
Yuri's enjoying himself talking about how the last year he couldn't really enjoy himself since he lost and he couldn't bring himself to talk to Victor. And great spit take by Victor as soon as he hears this as he tells Yuri that's not what happened. Yuri seemingly forgot that last year's banquet he got super drunk off champagne and partied hard. <laughs> Much to Yuri's horror he's told at one point he even started a dance off with everyone. Oh my god. I'm watching this I'm like oh my god even I start dancing when I get drunk too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like already like setting up this like great idea of just yuri here p dancing his ass off but enough of uh yuri's uh, drunken escapades as everyone notices that him and victor have matching rings they all think that uh, they just got married but victor says they're only engagement rings as once yuri wins gold at the grand prix finals then they'll get married Though everyone's more focused on the idea of Yuri winning gold, seeing as that as uh, throwing down the gauntlet. It's like, oh, you're getting married? That's fine, but, like, oh, but you said you, you're, you're gonna win. Not 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 gonna happen, buddy, because I'm gonna win. But Yuri already won gold. He won victor. He won victor. Oh. Mm. Then JJ comes in and starts bragging about how he's gonna win. Yeah, I'm gonna win. Get married. Fuck my hot-ass wife. Isn't that right, hot-ass future wife? Oh, JJ, stop. <laughs> JJ just flaunting like everything he has is like, yeah, well, they're they're gonna get married. Well, I'm gonna marry my hot wife here too. Yeah, it's gonna be great. We're gonna exchange rings, and it's gonna be way better than your ring exchange. <laughs> yeah, you see this diamond I got here? Check the size of this rock. Oh, she can barely hold her arm up. It's so heavy. Forty-eight carats here. I know how to invest in diamonds. I'm a smart guy. I'm the smartest king, JJ. Show, honey, honey, show him your ring. Show him your ring. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty big. You hear that? You see big. that? <laughs> big. Awesome. You can barely lift your arm up, it's so big. I mean, yeah, it's a little 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 hefty. Yeah, very hefty, isn't that right? So much love for my fiance right here. So much love. God baby, I love you so much. Just bring it in here. I don't care if everyone's watching. I wanna throw you down on the table right here. <laughs> Though everyone just all sandbag them and they leave. <laughs> <laughs> as it as the world should be. Anyway, the time for talk is over, as it's time for the Grand Prix Finals. But first, during the credits, we get to see pictures of Yuri's drunken night out last year, complete with the aforementioned dance-off, including sexy pole dancing from Yuri and Kristoff. Oh, this series spoils us. Yeah, it's just, I love this sequence so much. They didn't need to, but they did anyway. Mm -hmm. They foreshadowed it, and just like, ah, we'll give you a payoff here. And there's so much character, too, in every picture of this. Like, everybody comes through so perfectly well in these pictures. They do. Also, uh, one thing I heard is that, uh, about the, uh, pole dancing. Apparently, real-life professional pole dancers saw this and commended, uh, the people working on Yuri Nice for actually getting pole dancing accurately correct. Like, you actually got our forms down perfectly. Like, good job. And geez, Kristoff pole dancing in his undies. He, he's got, he's had practice before, you can tell. I think he even said he brought in the pole from, from, like, his own, uh, car or whatever. <laughs> just like hey guys i got this pole right here like anybody want to dance around it it's my own personal pants dancing pole like don't worry i disinfected it already <laughs> i know how to keep it clean <laughs> the secret baby wipes it makes it feel amazing also during this we get to see a drunk yuri inviting victor to hasetsu and even asking him to be his coach so that's what drew victor to yuri in the first place moral of the story here kids make drunken asses of yourselves because who knows maybe during that whole escapade you might meet that very special someone Drunken escapades are just another way of networking. Also, the drunken acting from Josh Greeley here was incredible. He's like, hey, Victor, why don't you come to my hot springs? It's great. You can be my couch. I love you so much. You sexy little thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like he's in, like, his underwear with, like, his unbuttoned shirt, and he's got, like, a tie over his head. <laughs> 
And then you have like Yuriel going like, what the hell is going on here? And then Kristoff is like, ooh, hey, fun boys, get the room. <laughs> in other words, folks, this is one of the best moments in the entire series. It really is. Just like a comedy highlight here. <laughs> So on to 11th Skate, got a super supercharge it Grand Prix Final Short Program. So yeah, let's do it to it. Slight update to the OP, as during the part where, uh, you know, where Victor is skating by himself, we get to see uh, each of the skaters in the Grand Prix Finals superimposed onto the screen. It's a great visual here. Oh, it's really cool. It's so good. First time I saw this, I was just thinking, hell yeah, it's fucking on right now. As per the usual, the store programs are first starting with Yuri since he's ranked 6. Little pre-skate hand clasp and kiss of the ring from Victor for luck, and Yuri's short program is a go. Slight update to the program as Yuri's added a quad flip. He's got to take a risk on the quad if he ever wants to come close to beating JJ. Here comes the quad flip and a great moment as Yuri hits it and Victor jumps and spins in the air along with him. It's really cool. Oh, very nice. Yuri lands it, but unfortunately his hand touched the ice just slightly, which is a, a score deduction. Ooh... The anguish on Yuri's face when he finishes and he knows that he did that is just tough to watch. Just mm. on the ground, hands and knees, just facing the ice going, ah! Hey, he hasn't lost it yet though, so we still got a ways to go. He gets a score of 97.83. High score, but he doesn't break the 100 mark. Next is Peachy, as the commentators get over how he's the first Thai skater to make it to the Grand Prix Finals and how huge this is for skaters in Southeast Asia. Cute moment as we flash back to when uh, Peachy decided to skate to the song Shall We Skate, because in the movie that uh, the song is from, the lead actor is from Thailand, and yet no Thai skater has ever performed the song before, and he wanted to be the very first one. God, he's like the cool runnings of like his profession. He is. <laughs> if you combined like, a bunch of Jamaican guys all together, <laughs> and he was Thai. <laughs> also, I love in the flashback, we get to see that he has like a lot of uh, pet hamsters and gerbils, and they're just like all around him and Yuri while he's like talking about the song. <laughs> Adorable. Crowd claps along for the performance as Peachy gives an excellent performance and is now currently in second. Yurio is a go. During his program, we get a good look at all the connections and friendships he's made over the course of the series, and that's really helped with his agape theme as now he has a better idea on the concept of love. He completes his program and earns a high score of 118.56 and breaks the world record that was once held by Victor. Ooh, fantastic. Cool bit here as at one point Yakov himself is so entranced by Yurio's performance that he just instantly sees Victor in him. He's just like, Victor? Yurio, like the weirdest thing happened during your performance. I looked at you and all of a sudden you transformed into Victor. It was pretty weird, man. <laughs> you know who else was enthralled by Yurio's program? Victor himself, as Yuri sees this and seems to notice that something seems to be up with him. Uh, no time to think about that now, as up next is the Swiss sex machine, Krista. Little gag is at one point, it cuts to a shot of Mickey and Sarah in the crowd, and Sarah's clapping along, but uh, Mickey's just so unimpressed by Kristoff here. He's like, I can do that, but I don't want to. <laughs> Yuri keeps noticing how, since Yurio's program, Victor's been really focused on all the competition, as if maybe he misses being out there. Anyway, Sex Bomb here works his way into second with a score of 102.36. Yurio takes a seat in the crowd as he's on to cheer his super best BFF 5 ever, Otebek, who's next and skating to the song Sumarkan Overture. He's the dark horse in the finals, but he's giving a great performance as it would seem his budding friendship with Yurio has given him some uh, extra motivation. Who would have thought that like meeting that like spiteful little like Hellcat would like really inspire him to like move further? Yeah, maybe it's just like in the years leading up before he actually met Yurio again, he really just wanted to be friends with him and then he just... Finally got that moment in, just the weight of the world is, like, off his shoulders. Friendship, injecting him with a bit of talent. Mm -hmm. As it goes. It's very nice. And I just love how Yurio is just so proud of his buddy Otabek saying, like, Oh, somebody else will outscore the piggy. <laughs> 
And Indeedy does outscore Yuri with a score of 112.38. So yeah, it's not looking good for our boy out there. And last up is JJ, which will most likely make the situation a lot bleaker for Yuri. Yeah. So yeah, Yuri might want to start thinking about hitting the showers early tonight. So JJ starts his program as usual, gets set for his first jump combination, and botches it. He only does one jump, he was supposed to do three. Okay, slight mess up, slight mess up. Yeah, he's, he's he can he can still like regain some face. Yeah, so goes for the triple axel. He's done this before and does a single. Oh boy, it seems like the pressure is starting to get to JJ. This is not the usual JJ we love to hate. This is not King Numpty here. What's what's going on? Is the king being knocked off his throne? Is he is he becoming a prince? <laughs> yeah, he's just he's having a total meltdown here. He's pulling a Yuri from last year. Oh my god, JJ! <laughs> Off his high horse! And like, normally I would be happy to see this guy who's non-stop been a dick since he showed up, but I can't enjoy this. This is... this is tough to watch, actually. JJ, what's going on? You're, you're not being as haughty as we like you to be. Just, uh, JJ, are you okay? What's going on? Are you sick or something? JJ, we can't hate you when you're like this! Come on, you need to be like all cocky and arrogant for me to hate you. I don't want to see you like all sad and distraught. So yeah, it's really getting tough to watch here, but what isn't tough to watch is a great visual of uh, JJ falling into oblivion and looking up and seeing all the other skaters just looking imposing and looking down on him. Like, I remember seeing uh, comparison shots of it, of like the skaters looking like uh, the Monstars from Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> even Yuri in there, even though he's looking pretty innocuous. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's looking a little, uh, little confident there. <laughs> Maybe they're going for like a sociopathic like confidence in there or something. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> JJ's got to be intimidated by all of them, but like, let's be honest, you can't be intimidated by Yuri. Yeah. You can only be appreciative. Mm-hmm, right. Though he may be failing miserably, he's not giving up, and the crowd still supports him by singing along with the song. And I remember when I first saw this, I was still kind of down on JJ, but I still kind of clapped along a bit with the song and kind of he's sang like, a little bit like of it. He's like Tinkerbell, it's like, do you believe in JJ? I do, Clap I do. Clap your hands. Everyone, do you believe in JJ? <laughs> We believe in JJ! <laughs> Raise your hands and give JJ your energy! <laughs> nice detail as the song ends before he even finishes the program. Like, he just, like, mistimes it. Because, you know, when he does, like, that fist up in the air and then he kind of pumps his fist a bit, that's when the song usually hits his climax and ends. Right. But, like, it ends beforehand and he's still kind of in mid-motion and it's just pure silence. Proud is just in shock and horror at this sight. His score? 86.71. Ouch. Ew. But... JJ's girlfriend gets up and starts chanting his name, and the crowd does so too, showing their respect and support. And JJ does muster up the willpower to at least give them a JJ-style pose, which they all pop at big. Aww, how nice. And then, like, Yurio's just in the crowd going like, Why are they still cheering for him? <laughs> <laughs> he messed it up! Don't cheer for him! <laughs> cheer for me! I'm the best! I deserve your love! <laughs> <laughs> He's a loser! <laughs> JJ presumably, like, went home that night and then just, like, gave his wife, like, the best fucking ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Feeling so confident. <laughs> so, current standings after the short programs are Yurio in first, Otebek in second, Kristoff in third, Yuri in fourth, Peachy in fifth, and Jean-Jacques in sixth. Sorry, I mean Jean-Jack, as the standings say. Did you notice this? They misspell his name on the uh, the standings. Oh, I didn't notice that. Hold on, let me pull up a picture here. I posted it on the show's Twitter, but I'll show you in person right now. Okay. It's supposed to be Jean-Jacques, but it says John jack John-Jack. 
John Jack Leroy Heimerschmidt. <laughs> <laughs> that name is not his name, too. <laughs> God, can you imagine the conversation between the editors after that mistake? I can I can picture it being something like, After that shitty performance, that JJ doesn't deserve to have his name spelled right. Now, Arthur, please, he did his best. He just succumbed to the pressure. It happens to the best of us. Yeah, I felt the pressure last night after I was with your wife. We, we don't have time for this. We need to prepare for the free programs tomorrow. I know, I know. Get off my back. <laughs> That'll show him. <laughs> you almost spell his name. <laughs> post credit scene to this episode as Yuri and Victor have a late-night conversation in which Yuri says, after the final, they should end this. Oh, man, you, you, you can't break it off now. You just got engaged. Really? Gonna break it off so soon? Didn't even plan the wedding yet. No, you can work it out. How about therapy? <laughs> We're on to the final episode. Final skate. Gotta super, super, super charge it. Grand Prix final free skate. Let's skate right into the finale, folks. Oh, by the way, at the time we're recording this, December 26th, we're actually recording this the week after the episode's second anniversary of its initial airing. Oh, nice. Yeah, happy so, anniversary to you, Yuri on Ice. Happy anniversary, Yuri on Ice. And we continue on with Yuri talking to Victor. Yuri wants to retire at the end of the final so Victor can go back to skating, but... Victor is having none of it and wants Yuri to change his mind. Also, Yuri brah, making Victor cry brah? <laughs> this is revenge for what you did to me. <laughs> Who knew Yuri could be so petty? <laughs> what goes around comes around, I guess. But they both decide that they'll make their ultimate decisions after the free skate. Speaking of that, it's time for the free skate. Cut to a broadcast of the competition as announcers hype up the free program, including Stefan Lambel, real-life professional figure skater of Switzerland, two-time world champion, silver medalist in the 2006 Winter Olympics, and two-time Grand Prix final champion. In the Japanese version of this, he's actually voiced by himself in this cameo where he speaks his own uh, native language. Oh my god, that is awesome. Though in English, they couldn't get him for obvious reasons, so instead he's played here by uh, John Josh Greeley pulling double duty. Cheap fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but still really cool that they actually got a professional figure skater to be in their show and be animated in the show. Right, right. That doesn't usually happen out there, but like, it's so nice they could get that done. Right. First up for the free programs is JJ, who's got a lot of ground to cover if he wants to even think about making it to the podium. JJ! JJ Rooney! <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it, King Boy! Oh man, JJ, you look like shit. <laughs> you just see him, he just so disheveled, bags under his eyes, he's just still so distraught from the other day. <laughs> he's totally been humbled at this point. Right. So his performance starts, and starts off messy, as he like, he just loses himself and the music starts, and he's like, oh, oh crap, the music started, I have to go. <laughs> but he starts to pick himself back up to end the program with a solid performance. He manages to bring his total score to 300.62, and the editors doing the nameplates actually spell his name right this time. He earned their respect in that with that performance. Alright, we'll get your name right this time because that was a good performance, but next time you might not be so lucky. Arthur, please, you need to just call, let go of this grudge. No, this guy's a fucking shithead. <laughs> <laughs> so, Peachy, it's your turn now. Great bit here during his performance as Peachy has a fantasy of uh, one day having his own ice skating show entitled Peachy on Ice, and we get to see... All the skaters in the show as performers in his uh, little ice show, and they all have, like, little hamster hats on, and they have, like, very big costumes and everything. Oh my god, it's like the Mickey Mouse Club or something. <laughs> it, it does look like a Disney World parade here. 
it's pretty goofy looking, but it's a very admirable dream. I'm just like, yeah, Peachy, you're so good for this world. He right, just wants to make his own musketeers. <laughs> <laughs> Peachy finishes up, and now the moment we've been waiting for, Yuri's potentially last free skate. It's all business here, but Victor gives Yuri an extra push by saying he's a former multi-time champion, and yet despite his coaching, Yuri has yet to win a gold medal. Great line here where he says, how long are you going to stay in warm-up mold? So let's do this one more time, and I'll splice in the whole performance here, as it's really good. On the ice, representing Japan, Yuri Kotsky! What's going on? Skater Kotsky looks like he might be crying. Right. I know what my goal is. Good luck! Oh, he better hurry. He's running out of time. My name is Yuri Kotsky. At 24, I'm one of the dime a dozen figure skaters certified by the JSF. Kotsky says he wants to use this program to express the different forms of love he feels. He is skating to Yuri on Ice. Alright, he's playing two consecutive quads. The first is part of a combination. Quadruple toe loop, double toe loop. I've spent more than half my life watching Victor, trying to catch up, and now... Thanks to him, here I am. Well, not just him. A quadruple Salcow. He's a different skater than the one who first learned that jump from Yurio. A triple flip. He changed it from the triple toilet. Yuri, what are you doing? My performance needs to be better than flawless for a chance at the gold. I've been thinking ever since the short program. I would like for the final free skate of my career to have the same difficulty as Victor's. A triple axel. He has a triple flip planned next. Quadruple toe loop? Hey, Quad, you added it to bring the total up to four? Do you realize it now, Victor? Triple axel, single loop, triple south now. I don't want it to end here. I want to skate with you forever. Triple Lutz, triple toe loop. But the price of keeping you as my coach would be slowly killing you as a competitive skater. Look at the victor who lives on inside me. Becoming my coach wasn't a waste of time. I'm the only one who can prove it. And that's what I'm doing now. The last jump is the quad. The signature move of his coach, Victor Nikiforov. A quadruple flip. He did Kotsky has delivered a masterful performance here today. One that may well be the culmination of his career. 
What a glorious performance he puts in. It's so great. Right? Like, just compare this performance to the first time he performed this in the series. Yeah. Major improvement. I would love to see a side-by-side -side comparison. And with this performance, Yuri's total score is now 319.41, breaking one of Victor's world records in the process. Breaks his master's record! He did it. He finally he get, he gets that extra motivation, and then he breaks a world record right in front of Victor. Surpass the master. Ah, uh, Yuri, you've, you've come a long way, Yuri, since the beginning. Both Yuri's have broken world records of his, so... And it's truly the ultimate compliment what a coach can receive. But it's also the sign of a challenge. That's right, Victor looks to be making a comeback here. Oh wait, we just had our emotional high, but there's still three more skaters here. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you feel that? Like, oh yeah, Yuri, he finally did it. Oh wait, where's, there's still more? Right, I'm all like, wait, we... Oh wait, that's right, we gotta be excited for three more people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like uh, when I watch uh, wrestling and they have like a really big match and just like... The match afterwards, the crowd is just dead. Like, this was this past year's Royal Rumble, where they had the men's Royal Rumble midway through the show, and then afterwards there was, like, a random tag match, and the crowd was just dead silent for it. Right, right. Kind of weird how they had, like, such a big high moment, like, right at the halfway mark here. Yeah, but then again, they had to follow, like, the etiquette of, like, uh, the rules where, like, since Yuri was ranked in fourth, he has to go in this position. Right, understandable. Okay, time for Kristoff's performance, but he seems to know that he's been beat even before he takes the ice, but that doesn't stop him from putting on a good show and even gets adoration from Minako, which makes her squishy. <laughs> now for Odebeck skating to Beethoven's Symphony Number no. 9 Second Movement, and he has a good program which includes a nice voiceover of him giving like a big motivational speech to all the skaters. Aww. Meanwhile, Yurio hears the news of Victor coming back as well as the news of Yuri's potential retirements. So, yeah, he's got a lot on his mind going into his final free skate here. Five skaters down and one to go as Yurio is set to close out the Grand Prix Finals as this is your main event. Yes, finally skating into the skate of his life. And Otebek gives Yurio a uh, Davai, which is uh, Russian for come on, let's go. And Yurio gives him a nice little thumbs up. And just like, yeah. Oh, he's softened, he softened up as the series went. And I'll splice in his performance too. The final skater to take the ice is 15-year-old Yuri Plisetsky of Russia. Yakov, Lilia, Grandpa, Yuko, and Yuri Katsuki. Watch this. He is skating to Allegro Appassionato in B minor. Young as he is, Yuri Plisetsky set a new world record with his short program. If he wins the Grand Prix Final in his senior debut, it will make men's singles history. First up is a quad. A quadruple southbound. He nailed it! A spiral into... A triple axle. Another success. That was a difficult entry. He used a raised arm during the jump, earning higher marks for greater difficulty. Kotsky. He screws up his jumps, but his step sequence is impressive. I want to see him skate with no mistakes. What kind of guy is he? He's crying? What a loser. We don't need two Yuris in the same bracket. Time for you to retire. LOSER! What, you're going to retire once you win gold? 
You don't care anymore now that you beat Victor's high score? That's bull! Don't disappoint me! They don't give gold medals to pigs! A triple flip! Hang in there, Yurio. Here come the second half jumps. I'm going to win! A quadruple oh, hole! Big fall there! He got up right away into a beautiful spiral position. Yurachka, you've become so strong. You're no longer a prima ballerina. You've evolved into something new and beautiful all your own. Well done, Yuri. Quadruple Salkow, triple toe brilliant execution! Both arms raised again! He is pushing himself hard! Well, Yuri Kotsky, are you watching? You set a new record, but I'm going to beat it someday. Quadruple toe loop, double toe loop. Adding a quad at this point in the program? If you retire now, I'll make you regret it for the rest of your life, loser. Triple axle, single loop, double salkow. Incredible! My boy gives a phenomenal free skate performance here. Like, holy crap, was that really good? The best performance of his life on display for all the world to see. And with that, he gets a score of 319.53, just beating Yuri by 0.12 points. Did not see that coming. No, like, even when I first saw this, I thought, like, oh, Yuri's got to win because he's, he's the star of the show. But no, Yuri beats him out. Like, yeah, good job. You did it. Yeah, just like, hey, AIA, man, Yurio's my boy. I mean, I love you, Yuri, but come on. I love Yurio just, just a little bit more. Yeah. But I love you both equally the same, though. <laughs> You're both my favorite children. So final results are JJ winning bronze, Yuri winning silver, and my boy Yurio winning gold. Angry cat boy for the gold. Why the yelling he will do, you the losers he beat too, are the rage that he did skate, I the income he will make, oh a champ we have today. <laughs> very nice, Yay. very nice. So while Yuri didn't win gold, he vows to next season as he decides to compete for one more season. And Victor is going to be staying on as his coach, in addition to being an active skater as well. Victor, too, straight up, like, refusing to kiss the medal as well. <laughs> He's like, yeah, silver was nice, but it's not gold, though. I only kiss gold in this world. You bring me gold next time, and I will kiss that. <laughs> <laughs> Which Yuri does promise he will. Like, I will give the silver a nice fair handshake, a nice platonic handshake, but that's it. That's it. No, no, nothing more than that. It's just, I mean... It's silver, that means you lost. I mean, if it were bronze, maybe, you have to earn bronze, but with silver, it just means you just came up short of getting gold. 
I don't give first base to any. <laughs> I don't give first base to any silver medal. <laughs> I'm not the basic bitch. <laughs> and we close out the show with a beautiful pairs performance with Yuri and Victor skating to a duet version of the song Yuri skated to in the first episode. And out of all the performances in the show, probably my favorite one, and it's in the credits. It is, but it's so good though. So good and so important to like the message of the show and ah, uh, it's amazing. I love how it starts off where like uh, it's just Yuri by himself and you hear the song and you go, oh, that song's familiar. This is the song he skated to at the beginning. But then Victor just comes sliding in and you're like, oh my god, it's a Paris performance right? and they're skating together. Oh, it's such a great final treat for the series. It really is. And so ends Yuri on Ice. Or does it? The final episode has a title card that reads, See You Next Level. That next level being a Yuri on Ice film. Oh, when will it be here? By this point, still not here. Yeah, Yuri on Ice, the movie Ice Adolescence, as it's called, slated for a 2019 release. Uh, no other information has been given other than Sayo Yamamoto is returning to direct and Mitsuru Kubo is returning to write. Though, there will be some new info coming out next January. Not soon enough. Not soon enough. No, we just need more of this because I just want my Ice Boys back. I want to see more. <laughs> Uh, chalk that up to another sports anime that I love. Yeah, so final thoughts on Yuri on Ice. It's that rare sports anime series that I can actually, like, get behind, that I can actually love. Maybe maybe it's sort of the uh, inherent art form to figure skating in addition to the athleticism. Like, you know, Kirk and Basket and, like, Prince of Tennis, there's not much of an art to that. But to ice skating, there's the athleticism, there's the art form to it, it's the way they interact with each other. It's, ooh, this is a juicy series. It really is. I can't believe it took me this long to watch it. Yeah, two years, well, was it worth it? It was so worth it. The, 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 sk the skating choreography, perfect. The relationships and the way they bounce off of each other and inspire each other, amazing. Like, oh boy. And still a series I consider to be, like, one of the uh, gayest anime out there, too. <laughs> and, you know, I know that's weird to say, even now that we have anime out there that can, you know, portray those kinds of relationships and stuff. Right. It's not as, like, in every fiber of every moment of this of the series as it is for Yuri on Ice. <laughs> like, it's, it's so... It feels... I, I don't, like, whenever I hear people say that this is an important anime for them, I don't doubt them. I don't ever discredit them for that, because, like, I can totally see why. Right, and, like, from moment one, you can just feel the love between these two, and it just, it never stops. And love, that's a very big theme through the series, the, the, the different loves we, like, feel throughout the world, and, like, how they uh, inspire us and, like, move us forward. And plus, like, I think that theme, like, and its timing with, like, current events in the world and the time it, like, uh, got released, I felt like... Everyone needed this more than ever. They needed to, like, feel love just more than ever, and Yuri on Ice was just there for them at we that really right moment. really needed that love, and Yuri on Ice delivered. As for me, absolutely beautiful show. Just wonderful and lovable cast of characters of all shapes, sizes, and backgrounds. Like, this is the kind of cast where anyone who watches this, they're bound to find a character they'll latch on. Like, everyone in the show is somebody's boy. And my boy Yurio going through probably the most development out of everyone is just the great to see. Going and seeing him being like this angry little Russian cat going up to, and then all the way in the end, he's like 
has made friends with everyone. He's like on good terms with Yuri and Victor, has a buddy in Otebek, and it's just so sweet to see him. Ah, oh, but don't discredit Yuri and Victor, though, because like they're, the way their like, coach-student relationship sort of develops through the course of the series, it's one of the best like master-teacher, uh, I mean, you know, teacher-student relationships I've seen in anime in quite a while. Yeah, like, Yurio may be my boy, but like, Yuri and Victor are the true highlights of the show. Their relationship is just so well done, and it's believable. Like, you can really feel the love between these two all the way from their first meeting all the way to the end. It's just, it's all so beautiful to see. Very well developed. And you know, there are some people out there who say they're a tad disappointed that Yuri and Victor never outright said they're a couple or the kiss was obscured and that. But I just say like, you know, this is the kind of relationship where you don't need that. You can just need to see something as simple as these two giving each other that one look and you can just see that and go, that's all the confirmation you need of their love. They just look at each other and you know, oh yeah, that's a fucking look right there. Yeah. That's all they need. This is a perfect case of less is more between these two. Yeah, I agree fully. And all of this is thanks to good writing and direction. And I also, know, kudos to the director and writer of the series. Yes, and also the lengths the crew went through to make this animation and especially the skating just all is all incredible in and of itself. Just they, they put out an amazingly memorable work and they need to be commended for that. Admittedly, some moments a little uh, slightly off, but eh, you know, nothing's perfect. Like they had to do everything hand-drawn and they still made everything look really good. As for the dub, I'm sure doing a show like this is no easy feat considering all the accents and dialects everyone had to work with, but they do a damn good job on all things considered. And standouts, of course, being uh, Micah Solosad going as far as to take lessons from a Russian dialect coach in order to do Yurio justice was really impressive. Oh, yeah, for the dub, everybody put in like the best work they possibly could for this. Yeah, same goes for uh, Jerry Jewell with his performance as Victor. And also, I just have to special mention Chris Sabat as Kristoff. I'm sure, sure he was just brimming with excitement anytime he would run in to record for Kristoff during its uh, simuldub run. <laughs> I imagine, I want to believe that, like, for his training, he hit up, like, tons of, like, Swiss gay clubs <laughs> <laughs> to, like, really inspire the character. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you, Sayo Yamamoto and Mitsuru Kubo, for bringing us such a delightful series such as this. Just cans of Coke to all of you. Actually, no, you all deserve big, huge, delicious pork cutlet bowls. If I could have a card to put up for your performances, I would put up tens all around. Perfect tens. So, thank you very much for listening to this episode. I've been your host, Mikey, and you can find me at my social medias, at Mikey Shiota on Twitter and MikeyShiota.tumblr.com. And where can we find you, Ryan? You can find me on Wolfish Grin on Twitter and Wolfish Grin, but spelled differently, on Tumblr. And follow the show's Twitter at anime underscore baby. That's anime underscore B-A-Y-B-A-Y. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please send them to AnimeBaybayPod at gmail.com. That's AnimeBaybayPod at gmail.com. Make sure to join us again for another episode in the new year. So thanks again, happy holidays, and this has been Anime, Anime Baby! Baby. Yeah.